Hello! Guess what? It's another episode with somewhat rough audio. The Craig and Nate track this week is a little rough. Some of the context for this is, you know, we're going back to five, six years ago now and digging out what remaining audio we have. But this conversation was so interesting, I think it's totally worth it. we got a couple more in the pipeline, and then we're thinking about starting a season two. Hope to see you all there. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for... The Talos Principle versus The Witness. Are there two the, the's and those? <laughs> what? <laughs> is it The Talos Principle or is it just Talos Principle? I think it's The, the Talos, Talos principle. principle. I believe it's The. the it's The or is, and, and is it The Witness or the, the, yeah, the, the Witness? Or Witness? No, The Witness. That's, it's both or you could you say The for Anyway, baseball. you can trust our opinions on these games, even though we don't know their names. <laughs> All right, let me try that one more time. Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for the Talos Principle versus the Witness. I am Will Atkinson and I am joined by Polly Kroll, Alberto Rangel Malfavon, Greg Schumann, Nate Stevens. Before we get started, for both of these games, please be aware this will be very spoiler heavy. If you don't want to be spoiled, please go play them first. We start all of our episodes off with a question, and our question this time, just super light and easy, is. You hear the knocking in the background? Is that what you're pointing at? No, I didn't know what the question was going to be, so I'm scared. <laughs> so, our question this week is, what is your definition of human consciousness? Start us off, Polly. Oh, oh God, this is the one oh, we're doing? Oh, this is like nice some light and easy? <laughs> <laughs> Polly had no idea. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Our, our starting question is, what is your favorite puzzle game? Oh, can I still go first? Sure, go ahead. Tetris, haha, ha, fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine's better. Nate? Uh, I was going to say Luminase, which is just Tetris Evolved. Cool. Craig? No? no nobody? Come on, Alberta. We've been friends long enough. Sure I, I mean, I know that you liked it. I, I'm, just, I'm not picking up what you're laying <laughs> oh down there. God, so. Tetris Evolved is I our forgot tagline. no one cares. We skipped class in middle school to go get a PSP in Luminase. Yeah, and then I played it under the desk. Head to head with people Gross. next to me. You had a PSP in middle okay. school? What's more impressive? I never even had a PSP. You head to head with someone else next to you, or someone else had a PSP? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Snap. How about you, Craig? What's your favorite uh, puzzle game? Console. Oh, God. You should no say one. Sudoku. I was actually. Ah, God damn you! <laughs> I'm guessing that's your favorite puzzle really, game as that well. That was my second choice. Yeah, really not my favorite. What's a... Oh, can I just say The Witness? Maybe it's The Witness. It might end up being The Witness. Oh. It might not be The Witness. We'll see. Check back at the end of the episode. Alberto? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Sudoku. <laughs> Why didn't you see just copy me? You just no, said it might be The Witness. <laughs> my favorite... said it might be, but... Wasn't my, <laughs> my favorite puzzle game. You can't take up two slots. Yes, you can. Oh. My favorite puzzle game is Portal. That was, yeah, that I could see that's that. Fair. Oh, that's I really could see good. that. All right. Uh, so let's see where to start off. Why don't we? That's s- really good. Why don't we cut to the chase and let's start at the end? Ooh. At the end of which game? Yeah. Well, let's talk about them. It's going to start with the... Hopefully not the end of yeah. The Witness, because I did it's not gonna... finish The Witness. <laughs> I did start it today. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the the end of The Witness. What happens is... <laughs> I'm fine with hearing, obviously. It's a day, 
So like, should we uh, should we highlight that kind of the objective of the witness, like as you're going through and unlock or playing through and unlocking different parts of the world? What is this um, gaming orgasm progressing towards? <laughs> you're you're all progressing towards a mountain that light beams are connecting to. It's called. So that's actually that's kind of your driving force. It's called but a mountain. What oh. happens there? That's a good point. Let's do. Let's kind of do a quick overview. Who? Let's see. Who do we think could best do an overview of the Talos Principle? Can you give us a Paul? Can you give us a quick rundown of what happens in the the Talos Principle? Yeah, I think I can give a quick rundown. Uh, you wake up as a robot. Um, and are you a robot or an android? You're neither. You're a, a computer <laughs> program that an AI that thinks it's a robot. So. You wake up as a robot. <laughs> android, right? Android? What's the definition of an android again? It's a human-shaped robot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. I thought there was, like, parts of human in an android. No, that would be a cyborg. You're thinking of a cyborg. Must it, yeah. A cyborg. All right. So you wake up as an, as an android. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you wake up as an android, <laughs> and you're commanded by a godly voice named Elohim. Elohim. <laughs> and he pretty much says that you're allowed to explore his garden and your purpose is to find these sigils to unlock doors to um, get to further parts of his to explore further parts of his garden which will be made yours you come across some computer terminals that you find out are a milton library assistant that has pretty much as much of human history as they could get onto a computer system download it on it and you progress through all these puzzles find out that the whole there, there's lots of glitches in the system like you'll see like visual glitches and stuff you find out that you're actually in a computer program that was created when humanity was found that they're becoming extinct it's hinted at there's some kind of super virus that's killing everybody off so they started this program called extended life part of the can't remember el was extended life elohim was the but what was the name of the um actual you don't know the name of the program wasn't it uh it was the uh, jeff goldman yeah. character uh, oh uh, yeah oh, ian malcolm yes institute of applied nomadics thank you which which i thought was a Virgo moment right off the yeah so the institute of applied nomadics put together this extended life program which is pretty is much nomadics or mathematics new n-o-e-m-a-t-i-c-s i have no idea what that is by the way noah n-o-e as in pertaining to Noah, as in the Ark, as That's in like N-O-A-H. Noah is N O A H. No, yeah, dude, it's N O E. Remember, E and so A maybe- are different letters. <laughs> That's a PSA I bring to you today. On also, today dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but he's pronouncing the H and Elohim as a Y. So, uh, yeah. All right. Applied <laughs> nomadics put together this program extended. So, like life nomads, as- like. Like people wandering around? It's probably a real word. No, but. not nomadics. No Like to no. know? It's, like so knowledge? If you know, the, the word noma derives from the Greek word meaning or thought or what is uh, applied so thought. The Institute of Applied of thought. thought. This program extended life to try to preserve as much as human history as they could. And possibly because they weren't ready yet to create AI, they created this computer program that could test its own AI until it was ready to be born into an actual real life Android instead of a computer generated Android program. 
Um, right. So something else that I want to mention is that a lot of the story beats and this information is pieced together as you're kind of unlocking it through different terminals in the world. So it's not presented necessarily in a linear fashion. You're kind of piecing it together and finding out things that have happened within the real world through excerpts or pieces of broken emails that you find. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Okay. And how does it end? Well, it depends on what ending you get. You can either listen to the God Elohim and get all the sigils and go through his door to heaven and get eternal life, which will erase your memory and put you back to the beginning of the game. Or, and you can do it all over again. Or you can disobey his order to not climb the tower, which will end in your death for certain. Climb the tower and you'll actually meet a few other of the Android programs that are one of them's trying to get out, one of them's trying to stop you from getting out. They will assist you in solving the final puzzle, and you actually ascend to the real heaven part of this program where you can execute a program called Transcend, and then you actually, it erases the entire computer program and takes your version of the AI and uploads it into a real-life Android that gets up and walks out and looks over destroyed Earth. Whoa, I do kind of want to see that now. So yeah, it's I. like amazingly beautiful. Are you That's the ending you didn't see, Will? I just got all the puzzle pieces and ended the game. I did that too. <laughs> oh! So I did that too, and I was like, okay, well, I kind of saw that coming. You know, like I figured I was yeah. supposed to climb the tower, but the completionist in me had to go through that door that was there. So I went and I was like, well, this probably still let me do the tower because it's a video game right but then when you go back into the game all your sigils are gone you can you so, can reset and there's so, a trophy for it yeah to upload a or to reload a backup of yourself so so Polly didn't know that solved the whole no. game again so <laughs> I went hilarious. and I got to the tower again to see because I ne never once stepped a foot in the tower so I didn't know if I needed the red I didn't know if I needed anything so Ooh. I went in there and I saw that you oh, needed you only cow. needed a couple of red sigils really so it Three, wouldn't four, yeah so you it wouldn't be that much uh, to really do it but I looked at my uh, saved states and I only had one left at that point that was end of the game file so that was good that that was still there so I did cow. restart that re revert to that save and then I beat through with the tower so I'll I'll explain why I didn't do more in a little bit but. Is the answer the witness? <laughs> yes, but can you tell us about... Does anybody know what the third ending is? It's the messenger ending, and I don't know what happens. I was trying to look that up. I, I do not know. But let's... Can we go around real quick? Because I'm curious for everyone that did finish it. So, Will, we know that you chose to just follow Elohim's guidance and reset yourself. And, Paula, you ended up doing both. Alberto, did you finish? Just, just tell like, us? completionist. Okay. So which so did you see no, both of them then? I did not reload. So which one did you see? So which like where you just go back to yeah, the beginning which of the, the game? Completion? And like start again. Oh, okay, alright. Well, quote unquote. And then Nate and I we were playing together, so we went through and followed Alhim's advice the first time and then immediately I, as soon as it saw what happened as Paul is mentioning about it, kind of seeing that one coming, I was like, Well that was so they, they, in that ending, um, it says, like, checks off all the things you did. And one of the things is program independence failed. Child, yeah, it's like child failed, independence. Yeah, that's the one thing that something like that. Yeah. And it tells you and it gives you like a new version number, too. 
It's like, well, all right, next one. And so we, as soon as I saw that it restarted, that's when we went straight in and did the restart backup and then went straight up the tower. And I had been ascending the tower throughout the game as well, which it sounds like you never stuck foot in it, but I was doing it as we were collecting it and going up a floor every single I, time. It was weird. Like I really wanted to go into the tower, but the they kept telling me not to. <laughs> I, I went through the first... I ignored that. I went through the first floor and I got like every red piece in the game. So I don't know what was, I, I think I probably know what was blocking me from floor two, but it was never access to me, accessible for me. So I just didn't even care. Did you solve the puzzle? I solved the puzzle on floor one. Yeah. And you, so, so you, you go solve to the, terminal. the puzzle and then you go to the computer. I looked at the terminal and it was just like opens up. One of, you go to the terminal to unlock the elevator to floor two. I, yeah. I thought I did everything manager. in the terminal, went back to the elevator, and I only had access to floor one. Did you press the button that said... Did you even enter the device? There was no button like that <laughs> on that terminal for me. Huh. Did you go into the device manager? No. I don't you know, know what yeah, that is. So, so one of the options was like, open up device manager, and then it opens up like another subsection the of... Terminal. I, menu options that you can choose. I and picked one of them is like I clicked soul. everything cool. in that terminal, and I will explain to you guys in a minute. But first, if you can't tell me what the ending oh, okay. of this game is, let's talk about what the witness is. So the, I, I, I don't like that. I don't want to do this, but I don't know if anybody else can do an overview of the witness. So basically, you start off in this tunnel. You are a guy walking through a tunnel, and in order to get through doors, you have to solve puzzles. And you walk out onto this island, and you're solving puzzles. And there are a couple of different sections of the island, and each time you finish a section of the island, this laser beam points up or shoots up to the mountaintop. And once you unlock a certain number of those laser beams up to the mountaintop, the, the the ending puzzle opens up in the mountaintop and you descend into the middle of the, the mountain and are taken off. And then there's this Charlie and the Great Glass elevator scene where you take a tour around the island, see everything that's happened, and then it puts you right back at the start of the game again. So that's the witness in 30 seconds. Am I missing any other uh, big points there? Does that include the interview from the perspective of Jay Blow? I believe. Oh, sorry, not the interview. I video. believe in order to get. Well, I don't. I don't know the full full ending ending, but along the way, there are a bunch of these videos. They're pretty distinctive in the world. You'll see these. So the place where the movie theater is, there's a hexagonal puzzle, and if you find like maps of how to solve the hexagonal puzzle throughout the world, you take that back to the movie theater, and then it'll project the different movies. I'm. Oh, that's cool. I believe that the final one is some crazy puzzle where you have to like let your your system sit there for 24 hours or something crazy like that. It has something to do with like this, this, how the sun moves. I didn't actually get that far into the game. I only saw like three or four of the the videos, one of which we'll talk about here in a minute. But so I played the witness first, and then I played the Talos Principle. I believe that's true. So. My experience with The Witness is I was I, I started it and I was all gung-ho and I wanted to know everything and I w wanted to figure it out. And as you're going through the game, there are both of these audio logs, which are just kind of these wishy-washy, oh my god, the world is so great and everybody's so awesome and we should all live together in peace and harmony. And I'm like, okay, yes, sure, we should do that. But, but none of the audio logs actually said anything had any message did anything at all and then that there were these bunch of these like 
it almost felt like found footage, like he'd gone out and surfed YouTube and found these video clips culminating in, so the, I saw three or four of these videos and the last one I saw was this, the, the one that uh, they talked about on the extra credits episode you showed us, Craig, Craig, Nate. That video was so tedious. A quick description of it is it's this guy holding a candle, walking back and forth across this room and it's just, it's like a seven minute video of this guy trying to keep a candle lit and it's so painful. It, nothing happens in the, in the video and he's just walking back and forth. And I was like, why am I? So at that point in the game that. And the flame keeps going. Yeah. Out, right? Until he finally makes it. And then it's like, so he's, yeah, he's not able to get across the room with the, with the flame. So he dies. Maybe. I mean, that's what the extra credit scene says, but it's like, Anyway, so I got to that point, and f f all the media and stuff in the witness, it just I just broke. I was like, I don't care about any of the media in this game anymore. The puzzles are really cool. Getting through this island's really really cool. I just want to finish the puzzles and get through the end. And so that's how I finished the witness with that kind of mentality in mind. And so when I jumped to the Talos principle. I started playing it a little bit and started doing the puzzles, and then I got to a terminal, and I was like, this terminal's really boring, I don't want to read this. What? And so, I did not engage with also... any of the terminals what? throughout the rest of the game. You're kidding me. The what? writing is so That's great. Amazing. I wrote, read, I read like really two terminals in the game and was like, I, I don't this care like about this anymore. my favorite really found text in any game, I think. Like, I love the terminals in this uh, game. Oh, that hurts. It was just so... Particularly after coming from the I, witness, I it was so tedious. It, like I, I was talking to yeah. Nate, this is the first time I can like put a finger on. I think that me playing the witness made my playthrough of the Talos Principle worse. Ouch. I kind of agree with that. I kept thinking about. Well, I guess do we want to? Well, it's uh, not necessarily. It's I don't really know you what's... though, because like the way you just described the witness, yeah. it's very possible that I would also like it. Like tedious videos don't necessarily bother me. Like I really like early Johnny Depp movie Dead Man, and that has like is a very tedious movie. Like the first like ten minutes of the movie are him riding a train with no dialogue. Like, but oh, there's wow. a, there's a lot of feeling, and Johnny Depp's a good actor, so I, I appreciate that even in silent sections. So it's possible that it's just you. It, it could be, but so, I, I, I've, I've definitely heard this from a lot of different people throughout the the, the media is like even Nate and Polly were talking about how pretentious the witness feels, right? Uh, and just quick I, general so definition of pretentiousness is it's this thinking that you are more important or more complicated than you 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 actually are, right? And so he's got all of these really complicated flowing oh my god the world is such this everybody in the world is blind and this you know and you go to the end of these things and you hear like this 20 minute speech and at the end you're like well you didn't say anything i, I can't do anything with that with what you've just told me i it, it's it's yeah kind of jonathan all, blow in too, general like, if you ever heard just, an interview you solve the puzzle and there's just another one right like that's kind of how the witness is like that nothing ever really happens you solve one panel and there's another 590 waiting for you. Yeah, but those puzzles do seem compelling, like having just played a little of it. Like, I do want to play those puzzles because the, everyone I solved made me a little happy. But what you were saying about the pretentiousness, like, I don't know if you've, like, 
heard any Jonathan Blow interviews or played Braid or I heard the Giant Bond one, which was pretty good. I we'll have, link it in the videos. He, he, but. Is, he does seem like a pretty pretentious individual, just in general. It, <laughs> but he is knowledgeable. I think like, the, he definitely knows his stuff. He's a good this. game designer, and he's yeah, he's a smart yeah. man. I, I think his he when he's talking and he's actually making points and interconnected thoughts and like having a conversation, all of that works way better than it did in this game. This game was just like, here's a really cool quote from Newton. Here's a really cool quote from Einstein. Here's a really cool quote from, you know, the first guy to land on the moon. Like, okay, but those sound cool, but they have nothing to do with each other. They don't have anything to do with this game. They're just, it's... Yeah, but so what that extra credits video showed was that they are related in some way. It might be abstract and it might be symbolic. I don't... Holly, did you get a chance to watch this? What was that? Dex credits video. Oh, yeah, we just watched it. Yeah, but, so I feel like that, like, it does show that the entire, all the things he's bringing up are interconnected in his own head, and I think the whole game is an exercise in being. I don't know, but that's, that's, that video that we watched seemed kind of like, I don't want to say reaching, but that was their interpretation of that video. Like, that's not necessarily what it would actually meant. Like, I feel like, just from watching that video, it seems like this is the kind of game where you have to find your own meeting in it. And obviously, Will did not find yes. his own I meeting think, in I it. think maybe if I had seen the last one, the, the one they talk about in the Extra Credits video, where it's like the world through his eyes, then maybe that would have like brought it together right. better. That's what I was going to say. I might have turned it. Yeah. So, if you finish... So, 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 pretty much you didn't finish either game and you're angry because neither one of them I saw credits on both games. So, you didn't finish either game. I saw credits on both games. <laughs> so, the credit, does, does that at the end of a game if there's credits? Yeah. I if you get to the a, end and they roll credits, I that's think, the end of the game. That's an interesting point about both of these games is they both have an ending. It's very, well, from at least from your observation of it, it seems like it's kind of an ending of nothing where it's just like, okay, the game's over, here's credits. And think about a like, real ending that actually ties the story together. Think about like the, the Dark Knight, yeah, right? because that's how exactly how when we finished it the first time for the Talos Principle specifically and it just finished, I just looked over at Nate and I was like, uh, Yeah, I was like, okay, uh, nope, well, that, let's get back to that yeah, tower now. Yeah, I was like, that I was... Think, that I ending was, would have made a lot of sense if you hadn't read any terminals, actually. And it's been like, well, there we go. God, there's so much I feel, I feel it's it's kind of like the Batman. What was it? The Dark, not Dark Knight. Arkham Knight. What? Yeah, Arkham Knight, where you can play through the game. You get to the end. You get to a credit scene, and it, or you get to the the ending, or you can spend thirty more hours and get the extra two hundred and fifty Riddler puzzles, and then you get the real ending. Yeah. It's like I'm not going to do that. Yes, I agree with that. But that's Hell's that's exactly goal. what this game felt like. I already finished 150 puzzles i'm not going to go and find 30 more stars which are fucking hard as shit just so that i can see the extra ending extra special ending but i didn't do well, that but I you could have easily solved the five puzzles like it, it probably yeah. takes like a half hour to so get up that tower or something like that i went yeah. up the tower yeah. i did everything possible on floor one but, the but is, I don't think I had unlocked enough terminals for that piece of the terminal that you're talking about to be that's interesting. That might be true. I don't know about that because pretty much the terminal when it opens know. up, there's a, one of the options is like he said. But what is it? Device, Device manager. manager. But, when you open up that, all your key, all your. But you had like admin access or whatever, right? Oh yeah. I didn't have admin access. Oh, oh. you wow! So you never interacted with Milton Library Assistant like at all. Like I said, I got to like two terminals in the whole thing, and yeah. I was just like, "Fuck that it." That was like my favorite part of the game. I think. That's 
It was so cool. Yeah, him quizzing it, you. Yeah, and he's trying, trying to decide, he, like what you're feeling on consciousness yeah, is yeah. and what makes a human yes. a human. That's why like, when you asked me if there so, was people in this game, it was right when this Milton library assistant was asking me what actually makes a person. And you're talking about the artificial intelligences that are running around you and whether or not there's actual real people in this game. So they were I like, just laughed like so <laughs> hard, like, oh my God. <laughs> so I think something's interesting here is like, the way that Will played all the way through the witness and then went to Talos, where like our experience and Nate, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but had dipped our toes into the witness and kind of seen different things in there, but then got into puzzles that was like, all right, I you don't need to have another drink, I need to just go have go to sleep and maybe come back to a fresh set of eyes. Like there's definitely a lot of moments in the witness where you realize like I'm I'm not going to solve this right now. And I can either go and try and find another puzzle on the island, which is the nice part of it being an open world that you can just drop it and kind of go and start somewhere else with a, with a different mindset. But then switching over into Talos, it was like, I wasn't as mechanically driven in Talos because I thought the puzzles were, were interesting, but it was like, it was very much like, okay, these are just gameplay mechanics that I've seen used elsewhere. And have to kind of figure out the way that they work together in a jigsaw, but I'm much more interested in the lore of what Talos is trying to portray through the terminals and how the philosophy works. And that might just come to my own interest just in like philosophical lingering on conversations, but it was just like, all right, this is a, I'm getting two different experiences from both of these public games. Like one clearly is playing into one part of my mind while another so, Yeah. And, I know personally another thing like just about how I prefer to experience stuff in general like I like listening to books like hearing the stuff like makes things way more easier for me to comprehend and so trying to like just seeing a wall of text and being like okay I need to spend the energy and read through this and interpret this and then like I almost have to read things aloud for myself in my head so that I can hear it so that I can process it. And it's, it's like, it's a lot of extra energy. And so just the lack of a voiceover in Tal in those pieces of Talos, like really was a barrier that like relate. stopped me from wanting to engage. In I can understand that. Except what about the part where they ask you questions? Is that the same thing? Like I can understand not wanting to read all those articles they picked for you. But like, they don't ask you like questions until maybe like, two or three terminal interactions in so and at that point it's really robotic and not right. like a human interaction but once those actual human interactions come about like i i don't know how you if that would be the same to you i don't know how i would have distinguished that it was a human interaction it kind of gets on you slow it starts <laughs> yeah. challenging you yeah. yeah it starts it starts asking you questions like it's no longer opening up a document it's like reading almost like you're having a chat so, right. and so it starts I, talking like, shit to you like, like yeah like saying you're like, dumb yeah <laughs> so so you're saying that any so what's your definition of happiness and you're if you're like if everyone is uh free to do whatever they want so it's like well what if somebody's somebody wants to go around raping everybody or something like like they don't say that but they give that example and like pretty much he's whatever you say he's going to prove you wrong and it's just like you, he starts this like really intense argument about morals and he talks about wanting to be part of like your crazy naive utopian society which is pretty funny it, I my gripe was so much of the text in that did not feel worth reading Intelli like in the in the conversations me, or like just in the files that you read oh and it was 
and it was corrupt yeah, too. Were unfinished, which drove oh. me nuts. And it's like I wish I knew. Uh, and it was corrupt, and they're like. I can't even yeah, read the yes, thing, and it's like very, <laughs> so. Actually, yeah, it was corrupt for specific reasons. You find out, like they're they're purposely yes, cutting know, things out of there, right? Like, and like actually, like when I was first starting to play it, I was I really wish I had a little bit more time. And I don't know if I actually I probably never would have been able to figure it out. But part of me was kind of almost hoping to try and decode some of that encryption or like try to find a pattern. But yeah, then but- I <laughs> kind of gave up on that pretty early on. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's probably yeah, that's there's probably a reason. They for all they, that. they just cut out everything that wasn't relative to the task, pretty much. Milton Library Assistant was giving you exactly what you needed to solve, like exactly what was going on in the world, and anything that was inconsequential was deleted. So he had all of human history, but for you for your purpose, he only gave you exactly what you needed to get all the messaging across. I don't think that's true. Is it according to the story when they were trying to import all the texts, like they couldn't fully process she, everything? And a bunch she of didn't understand why it was corrupted. She was like, I, I hope I didn't do something wrong, but I think it was actually the AI starting to take over on the task. Who is she? I know that Alex. there was a female voice in it, and I got more from her story than anything any other story in the game. And the, I thought the voice yeah. acting was really good on so her, So I think it's Alexandra, and she's uh, like one of the... Yeah. researchers or one of the programmers that was helping build the system as humanity was going to crap for whatever reason, which I don't think it's ever actually given other than it's, yeah, it sounded like all of humankind was going to go away, but one of the little notes, like an emails back and forth was like a notice that said, hey, leave your doors open, leave, let your pets out, like don't leave them locked in, yeah. like give them a chance to survive out in the wilderness. Without, it was like, hinted that okay, polar so. ice caps melting unlocked a virus because that like happened to monkeys in one of the texts. Oh, so I'm wondering why you're rolling your eyes. In regards to that specific point or this whole game? <laughs> sure, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, this game was interesting, but it felt, in comparison to The Witness, it felt so much more like archaic video gaming. Like, so many, it felt like you progress through a certain gameplay loop to have the game dispense more story, and the way that it, and, and even then, the way that it dispensed story was like, you had to read it, and it wasn't, like, you couldn't figure out what was interesting and what wasn't, and you weren't doing it passively, you had to spend a bunch of your time figuring it out, and I wasn't really interested in each of them, because I feel like if I'm going to study philosophy, I want to, like, get these concepts in whole, rather than, like, piecemeal... Right. Honestly, if like I made some recommendations of, like, some religion pieces, too, there's, like, other, like, ancient texts that you're still catching pieces of, too. Like, you're getting ancient texts, you're also getting modern stuff happening right before well, everyone passed away, you're getting, like, correspondence, you're, and you're having to figure out a way to... There's, like, a list of people's names, and, and you're like, oh, Each terminal has three different yeah. things. There's the modern email or... IRM chat or whatever it's going to be. There's the part, the historical part that relates to where you are. So in the first part, it's Greek history. In the second part, it's ancient Egyptian history. Mm-hmm. And the third part, it's, I don't know, Christian history of some sort. But and and then the third right one now, relates to yeah, makes a the a program that they were putting together. So it's the applied nomadics email or something like, or a suicide note or whatever it is, somebody from the institutes. So every terminal has three things. So I don't know, like I, you saying that like you had to read it all and stuff like that. Like I couldn't wait for the when I heard a terminal beeping, I would like run to it because I was like very excited. I was totally into all the text. In and game. I was like, oh god, another beeping terminal. Can I shut that thing up somehow <laughs> by talking to it? Like the fact that it was beeping, like I would almost start yeah, a puzzle and hear a beep and be like, oh, I got to go see this first and stuff like that. Like I was totally into the text in this game. So, so Nate, I like 
I like the Milton thing. Like the interactive component was interesting, especially where you're getting challenged. That was definitely views. the best part of it, I thought. But I, I, I can see yeah. it, like you not liking the text and stuff like that at first. But once I like started like getting putting all the pieces together, I actually went back and read it, a lot more of it to kind of understand I, what it was trying to say. I just didn't ever get that's, that's when you see I like why certain things someone. were cut out and stuff like that. Like because pretty much they were changing I, ancient religious scrolls to make it apply to what you're going through right now um okay that's fine it just the, the other thing that it was obviously like a garden of eden god meta like metaphor that was like the least the most transparent thing ever since elohim is one of the names that's used in old jewish texts it's like the most common name for god so as soon as he said i am elohim i was like okay we're doing a we're doing a religious thing here and then as soon as the tower appeared, it's like, okay, that's the temptation. We're doing the Garden of Eden. That's the apple thing. Milton was clearly the serpent. Like, I was like, okay, like, I get it. I get what this game's going for. I think he's even referred he to as a serpent multiple times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, that's a, like a huge metaphor for the thing because what they are doing is they're creating a new being. And right, they want to have so something this that's game smart is, to be human. And that's exactly what makes This game human. is the Bible of the creation it's, of that new civilization of yeah. androids and what's funny to me is uh will over here didn't even notice that there was a serpent in the garden so his bible is just like right la 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 we're in the garden of eden yay and then nate's is like that serpent is boring as fuck i don't care and so it's interesting and in how it gets tied together but it's i'm beginning to, maybe i'm having video game fatigue i'm not sure what's going on in my life but what bothers me is I'm playing this game to get that story. I'm going through a, a process of playing a game. I'm getting some story dispensed, and I'm motivated to go through the story just to get that, or I'm motivated to go through the game just to get that story. And they're not really related. They kind of are, but it begins to feel more and more like a video game to me, whereas I would just kind of rather have these ideas passively displayed to me like this medium seems to kind of want with stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? The like, puzzles. If you want to present those ideas to me, it'd be more efficient to do that in a straightforward presentation. What I like about The Witness so much is it's a game that actively makes use of what a game is. You're using context clues. You're able to move around. You're All of these things are like The Witness is a game, and there's sure there's some symbolism and narrative there, but I think a game's strength overall is your interactive experience with it you're solving puzzles. And the Talos principle had that, but I think Will solved it in its truest form, which is to say he went through solving a bunch of puzzles and that was the point of the game for him. Like that, to me, that makes tons of sense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the puzzle is related to the story at all, but that's... That bothers me. Yeah, they seem like an exercise in just testing your persistence and continuing So if they made this play, game a walking which, simulator, which, as is called these kind of games, if it was just the terminals, would you appreciate it at all? Well, no, but then it would, I think at that point, it would be like a movie or an author or a book or a story. And I kept thinking about Soma and how much more interesting Soma was in presenting philosophy to me. It was interactive. It was interesting. It was more streamlined, I felt. And the ending has a lot of, well, not a lot, but. Don't talk about the ending of Soma. Once we get around to playing that, you know, Spoiler, well, did you? definitely talk about the similarities. And but at a certain point within Talos to me, it, there was just a point where I just hit the like the page where I was like, all right, I'm done grinding through puzzles. I'm interested in seeing where the story continues to go. But the puzzles, like, and now, and once I realized that all the mechanics in the game were unlocked, so to say, like, had all the different abilities and had seen a lot of interplay in them, I was like, 
I don't need to see much more interplay in these. Like, there's, I'm sure there's going to be a couple other unique opportunities to do different things in here and manipulate the space better. But at a certain point, I was just like, all right, now I'm just more interested in seeing what the terminals have to say and seeing kind of where where this philosophy is. So, did none of you guys like the puzzles in Telostar? That's the feeling I'm getting. No, I I disagree. I liked them up through like World Two. Like, I, I liked them. Up through getting all of the mechanics, and then once I had them all and done a couple puzzles after that, I was like, and then I saw there was another world of just using pretty much everything you had. You got the platform in the third area, but what? for mostly having everything at that point, at, at that point I had reached, and maybe it's because we kind of plowed through the game very quickly. Also, it was like I was just like, I'm, I'm done with these. Like I'm, I'm good. I don't need to. My thing is, these. I, I want a puzzle to be simple at its core. But where you draw the solutions from to be complex, and that's I'm to just jump right at the point. That's exactly what the witness gives you, right? Like it's always just a line puzzle. But yeah. where you draw in the solutions from that is what makes it complicated. And the Talus Principle mm-hmm. puzzles were almost opposite. They were highly intricate. There was like tons of steps to the actual puzzle, but there was very few things you were drawing what actually made up those solutions from. And to me, those are the least interesting kind of puzzles. One, because I have ADHD and I can't focus on shit. Two, I don't really have the time to want to focus on shit. And three, it doesn't really make me feel as clever as it does just make me feel like I achieved the one solution. Whereas in The Witness, I feel like, oh my god, that's legitimately very interesting. I feel like when you and I were playing The Witness, we were often saying, oh god damn it, because we were like, our mind was actively... A lot of the puzzles in... Yeah, there's... A lot of the puzzles in The Witness felt like you just needed to... You needed to... Changer. No, it's it's that you needed to. It, you have to follow the rules and get to the ending in a way that follows the rules. You can get there in any way you want as long as it follows the rules. And so there are tons of different solutions to a lot of the different puzzles in the witness. Whereas in the Talos principle, it feels like figuring out what that one path is long and hard and and complicated, and you can feel there are ways to feel clever about doing it, but there's really just one... For for me, it felt like there's one path toward the solution in... in That didn't bother me, though, because, like, it's not like it was, like, other than, like, a few of the early ones and things like that, it's not like it was, like, immediately obvious exactly what you're supposed to do. Like, sometimes it was even, like, tricky as to... Like, like red herrings and things like that in many of the puzzles. I don't think I'm saying that that it bothers me. It's just a difference between the two. Okay, because the way Nate yeah, said that, it, I, I want to clarify that. I, I want to clarify that too. I used a lot of judgment terms, and for me, they're both interesting. But it makes me think a lot about who I would recommend which. Uh, that makes sense because I appreciated the fact that you didn't have to like it gave you all the pieces to a puzzle, and it didn't give you any tutorial other than the puzzles before. It was just like here's everything that you need. You know what to do. Figure it out. Like. The I feel the, like at least, The Witness does that way better. At least the yes. early puzzles in The Witness, I, I was like, I, I was thinking like, that. don't get me wrong, I think they're cool and everything like that, but the fact that like you have to, like the, the apples in the tree and stuff like that, the fact that you have to like look at the tree from a certain perspective and things like that, I was like... That... That, that tree to thing me is, is the like this tiny little piece. There's a lot more of different ways to solve a lot of the problems in that. But that to me is the same thing. Like it doesn't matter what pattern your line is in as long as you get to the end. But at the same time, there's only one solution. You have to look at that tree. That is 
one of can we, hey, wait, tons wait, of different wait, types wait, of puzzles wait, in wait, a game. Wait. Can we talk about the environment? that you were kind of hinting at earlier before the podcast? Um, and the so, so yes, but I have one more thing I want to talk about specifically to the puzzles okay. before we get is there. That much- yeah. the, the one thing I want to say that I think is really, really cool about the puzzles in the Talos Principle is that the puzzles are almost always designed in a way that you can that they like force you to walk through the puzzle and you like you see where the the like the puzzle piece is you see you you as a part of like going to get the first piece of the pu- first puzzle you get an overall layout of the entire puzzle of of the entire play space and figure out what you're trying to do like for example you like you'll like walk in and you'll see like the red puzzle piece to your left through a gate. But in order to get there, you have to like walk around this entire puzzle. Like you get a, so you you can work back. Yeah. You get an overall sense of what the interconnected pieces are. There's even icons here of the pieces that you're going to use in the puzzle. They give you all. Exactly. They give you all kinds of information between just showing those icons and then like making you walk through the world and like experiencing pieces of the puzzle before you actually go to start solving it i think that from a puzzle design point of view i think that is done brilliantly from a in, game in design tel- level design then, like, yeah was then, great in the, i thought it was great in this game you get like that so the name every puzzle you kind of get that like oh. rat and a maze thing where you could see the whole thing in front of you and you know your, where your goal is you just have to figure out what to do but, to, to get but it's to it. not like it's it's right, less Nate's like a rat and a it's not, it's less Hang on. In, in terms of level design, has anyone else played Serious Sam? Yes. No. Yes. No. Which is the other like what it's their what other the studio is like mainly. Yeah, I played older Serious Sam's. Uh, I don't know about a recent one. Don't they all kind of like the especially the like Egyptian themed Talos principle levels? Don't they just feel like levels ripped right out of? Um, Serious Sam without the big burly dudes? Yes. I definitely walked into a couple of them and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure. Like, they yeah. definitely, like, I feel like a lot of the assets were reused between. Uh, but yeah. I mean, and it's in the same engine too, so it, it probably was. For, for me, I, I really am talking puzzle design and less like world, yeah, or, world okay, or game right, design. Sorry. Just in the, yeah. like, sorry. Oh, sorry. So I was saying it's oh, not like a rat in the maze. It's not too. like a rat in the maze or like a hedge maze where you walk in and you cannot see where you're going or where you are. The the great thing about this game is you always have a a good sense of where you are, where you're trying to go to, where the things are in the world, like where the laser shooters are, where the laser receivers are, where the fans are. You, like they have so many like gates and and they walk you in certain ways that you have a good sense of where all of these things are where all the puzzle pieces are before you start trying to solve it i think it's really yeah i i I don't want to saying rat in the maze kind of makes it sound worse than i wanted to make it seem but like how you can see that over it's kind of like looking down at a rat in the maze but you don't you don't feel trapped like they're at it's more like they have all this laid out for you and all you have to do is wrap your mind around what exactly they want you to do and i i appreciate that like i thought it was is neat especially like the the ones where you make a copy you record your own play and you have to like interact with yourself i thought that was really cool so i have to i had never heard of serious sam nor did i know an image or anything from it looking it up right now oh, did you so guys see the serious sam reference in talos by chance no, no. So in the level with the Great Pyramid in there, where I, yeah, yes. there's a 
like pile of rocks where you can get a crowbar and there's a door with a wooden like that's like barricaded by wood planks you break through it and you walk in and it's a bunch of glass panels with a bunch of different blocks there's a reference to minecraft in there there's a reference to portal in there there's a reference to serious sam in there Will's, and there's a w- cat let me interrupt you could you hear the sound of will's review score <laughs> <going up laughs> <on that voice? laughs> there's a there's a box with the serious sam logo on it which i didn't know what it was before i just heard something meowing you <laughs> you break it and there's a cat that walks that out awesome. like a, like like escapes through a little hole but i did a video of it and i really wish that i had brought it and and yeah i thought you were going to talk about something else they actually brought up in the talus principle that they were that because it was so rushed and humans were dying out they had to build this into an existing game engine oh so, so it's very possible that oh, they built this on the serious sam engine which obviously it, it was, it's, but... it's in real life. It actually is. Built yeah, on that. that's so that's, funny. I know. I I wish I would have read that because well, I now that they addressed it, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's amazing. <laughs> one one other thing I want to mention though, to Will's point about like how the game presents a puzzle to you. Also, it's like when you enter, you enter like through like the little kind of portal thing that kind of shows like this is the start and this is the end. But it also when it tells you what the name of the puzzle. Oh. Yeah, the yeah. name is like, really helpful. Some it's of good. those names were really like i would leave a puzzle once when i got stuck and i was like oh i walked out i walked back in and just the name jarred yeah. something where i was like yeah oh. uh, the name I, like, one of them was called like a dash like or leap of faith and, and you're like, like oh so oh. it's gonna be moving quickly there was one called moonshot that doesn't really mean anything but like just the the i don't know the image i get from moonshot and in the puzzle you had it was the first time you ever had to levitate a actual laser oh, thing laser. and it the moon was all sitting there in the sky and everything like that it was like a perfect name for this puzzle it doesn't give you the solution but it hints at it just enough for you to like understand what you need to do mm-hmm. does uh no i forgot oh okay oh what is the messenger hint? the mess when so i didn't go into the messenger hint? world I did. at all but yeah, I think if you do the messenger stuff, and that's when you like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, those are that. not solutions to the puzzle. It's just another hint. So I I did one, and the hint was it was the the puzzle was crisscross. How do you do one? I'm you have confused. to unlock them. Remember when we so, broke down the wood fence? Yeah. So there's those three secret islands, and area? you unlock like the previous incarnations. Yeah. Yeah. And. Those three, there's three of them, one for each island, as far as I know. And yeah. each one of those gives you basically, a, you're unlocking a hint. Yeah. And so you can. So when yeah. you paint on the thing, if you unlock one of them, they'll they'll appear there and they'll say, oh, there's a limited number of us. Are you sure you want to use this or whatever? And if you hit yes, like the one I got, the only hint was red is red is in the present, blue is in the past. Like that was the hint. And like it was, it was, it was a little helpful. bit of a hint, I guess, because it was a time was the one where you had to record yeah, it was one where you had to record yourself. And yes, you did have to do that, but I was already trying to do that, so it wasn't like helpful at all to me. It's not like it's so not it like you, they, you followed the guy around as he did the puzzle and then you were like, "Oh, that's how you do it." It's it wasn't like blatant or anything like that. So, can you use a messenger hand on every puzzle in the game or you only, you have, only like have five total? Up to three. three. And you have to unlock oh, those three okay. hands. So, yeah. And those are quite a bit of puzzles so to time. unlock yeah. the messengers too. The, uh, yeah, that's the, crazy. Yeah, we, you we don't like the Tetris the puzzles. I've and heard. Started doing some of the Tetris puzzles and then got to one of them and I was like, oh, this one's annoying. I was like, yeah, I don't really care to find out. Did any of you guys like the Tetris puzzles? I find the Tetris puzzles to be 
horrible game design. <laughs> what? I, I, yeah, I like the Tetris puzzles. They're a little they're, frustrating. You know, like Rubik's cu- cubes or like those. I can solve a Rubik's cube. There's no way to like tell. That. I can solve a Rubik's cube. Yeah. That's com- that is the opposite <laughs> of these Tetris puzzles. The thing about these Tetris puzzles is, there's it's not like you look at it and you'd be like, oh, I can understand the mechanics. I've learned something in my all of my previous experience that's going to help me solve this. The only thing you do, only thing I do, Trial is error. jam the puzzle pieces in there. That doesn't work. Rotate around. Try and jam it in some other different array. It's it's just well, trial and error. Was, was I get absolutely right? no. Wasn't there ever like a eureka yeah. moment for you on them? Like with me, I put I put a no. bunch of pieces oh, in there. No they right? just fit. All you have to do is you put all the pieces yeah. in until you have how many spaces left, and then you just move around like I don't know four or five pieces, and it's like they, okay, that's every single one. Right, but that's yeah. not a. But there's, there's these giant there's no strategy to that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just a it's fail a zero to one hundred. Yeah, you either have it completely wrong, and then you keep doing it different ways of 100% wrong and then all of a sudden I wouldn't really call yeah, it 100% okay. wrong because cool. as you start rearranging certain pieces you start completing the puzzle more and more potentially there, or there like are a certain saying, number oh, okay, of subsquares is- and they're always the exact right number so it's always going to look like oh I should have had an L when I needed a yeah. square yes. or something and so that's but a that's, certain percentage there's no complete. way to know how many steps you have to backtrack as in you could be 100% wrong where everything is in the wrong place or you could be like ten percent wrong, where you only need to move one piece. But you, like, there's, there's no way, way to know. know like, but it's not. There's multiple ways to solve it. Yeah, and and yeah. none of them. Ma- and it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's no, like, there's nothing gained. The old, it's just a matter of unlocking a door. It's it's, it's a, a lockpick puzzle. It's like, an exponential. Lockpicks in Skyrim bother you too? I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> it's it's just an exponential it's like the more puzzle pieces you exponentially have the more possibilities you can try so it means that the time it's going to take you to randomly guess is going to be longer. Unless so you're just that good. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I totally there's like, no skill involved. Yeah, right? Sometimes there's, actually there's absolutely yes, there no, no skill involved. And me- there's visual and memory that's yeah. involved in solving those like I can look at that and see like I think this is supposed to be here and like I don't know. That I'm not is trying to say I'm like really bullshit. I that's not disagree. true at all. Like, I completely agree with. Paul you can have fifty puzzle pieces, it's, five zero puzzle yes, pieces, and just, a square like this, and it's like, well, if you approach it as I'm just going to throw all these pieces on this board, and eventually they're going to fit if I move them around. Then and yeah. what strategy yeah. do you have? Could you come up with that's going to help you solve that any better than that strategy? So, for example, the God, I always, I always think of them he like lightning bolts. Pieces of paper. And no, uh, yeah, like the Z's. Those pieces you. No, almost for a fact, those are almost never going to be ones that are on the edge because they're like no. The one I have one where they all were on the edge. Well, or were they? It made a frame around it. I don't know. It didn't bother me. Yeah, it's completely. It was the same thing. Like I said, it's like a Skyrim lock pick or like a Fallout like word hack puzzle. Like it's just a quick little door unlock, and I didn't hate it. Like it took. These are going to end up using metal because otherwise they're always going to leave exactly. one spot extra. It's a quick little spot. thing it's like you're never when it's six pieces, well, when sure. they have 30 pieces the on the puzzle right. and this giant thing, it's not a quick little... It, so, it's an exponentially harder puzzle. So, see, Nate, what, exa- what you just did right now while you're talking about like potentially putting like an L piece on a corner instead, and, like that... that whole idea is you're right there there is some logic but as in then they can build yeah. them in a way that if you put the l in a corner it then you be, cannot solve the puzzle 
So, so if, they were, if so, there was any so rules, the like fact if, that it's if a, you had the instruction that's that a puzzle with no picture, everything was going to be symmetrical, then. Do not like so what Craig just Wait. said. I actually really like too. I would say to that solve yes. the picture, not to just have pieces on the. <laughs> if if some of these lock picks or uh, these puzzles were not just like if they're not all just squares or rectangles, that could be pretty interesting too. Yeah. Like to put another level of difficulty in there. The fact that they weren't that would make more sense because then you'd have more like of a context for and you'd if have you, more if you locked one one yeah. piece in place and you had to like build around it something anything but that that's yeah, not right. that you that were totally would, really free like to do that, that. that's not a... no like if <laughs> it, so if they drew a picture on the on this puzzle then look look look, look look if the talos principle puzzles were exactly as they yeah. are only you could not see through any of the gates and you had no con- concept of where you're going it would be much worse right yes that's exactly like this there's no there's, there's no concept oh, of where you're going. The, you, you're that. saying that like one of these took you like 15 yeah, you're, minutes. You're the rat in the maze without any context clues this time. Yeah. Except the maze. You don't no need any context worse. for these puzzles, yeah, though. It's it's, it's a simple shape puzzle. Like, there, put those most of them are in the simple. circle hole. Like, I think you just call it a stupid. Except the ones on the fucking islands, which are like 30 pieces. They're fucking but annoying and ones, dumb. There are and a lot. You, yeah, they become and way you, too big. That's you, why we just stopped. Yeah, you we don't, just gave up. And at the end, I don't feel like I did anything. No, I feel like I walked in. Like, maybe I didn't, not even necessarily walk, but I just feel like, okay. Like, I understand what you're I saying. I just wasn't looking for meaning in the puzzles. I was just trying to unlock a door. And I, it was just a little yeah, like, the, the, mini game for me. Like, I didn't, it didn't bother me. Well, what's the point of the puzzles being there in the general game then? Well, that's what I said. If it was just a walking simulator, would you like it better? The, like, do you not point, like the puzzles? The puzzles in the oh, game. Man. Have I'm, you met me? Yes. I'm what solving stuff. I'm figuring yeah. things out. I'm figuring out what has to connect. I need to. I, I need. I need to unlock this before I take this over there. I need to put this fan. I need to use this fan, not like a fan, which I thought was really cool. Like, there's it, all kinds of stuff that I'm. I feel how, feeling clever about and figuring out. And in those Tetris pieces, that they're it's fucking not. with you and saying like. You're not really clever. Like there, it doesn't matter if you you don't, you shouldn't feel special about solving this. It's all just pieces that you're putting together. I think they call that out even on the regular policy. Yeah, well, that's like, what I'm saying. It applied to like the whole like, game. What's the point of doing this? Yeah, all right. I see what you're doing. I smell what you're cooking. Picking up a design down. Like because somebody else designed this. I mean, none of us are smart for solving any of these puzzles. It's just we did exactly what they wanted us to do. <laughs> I I, I disagree. Do you feel smarter after yeah. playing the game? More intelligent? Like you've gained, when I've, gained when knowledge? When I've made connections that seemed unobvious, then yes, I do feel smarter at the end. All right. So yeah. here's the thing. We need to move on from this topic. But the summary of what Will and I, and maybe Greg, are saying is that if there was a system of rules in place that made there be one right solution, and you got satisfaction from getting there, then they would be good puzzles. That's part of what makes a puzzle a puzzle and not just a thing you kind of spit up all over the board. So how is that different but than a Rubik's Cube? It's just random. Rubik's Cube has a... I can teach you how to make solve a Rubik's Cube. Okay. In fact, here, let me put it this way. It would be best if you just had a random puzzle piece place generator. Like That would be literally the most efficient way to solve these. Whereas the actual puzzles in the game, that's not true at all. What? I, I, just I don't... I don't think yeah. that you could... You're just shuffling. But that, that's I could not what I was doing. Like, I was using informed decisions from, like, where all, I put 
the previous pieces to like, all right, so if I need to do this, I just have to rotate that one and, and move this one here. And now it's done. I think we've divided. There's much more things to talk so about. Right, right, right. But, so the so Tetris puzzles are not bad. The puzzles all right, I got divisive. this. Hang on. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so the puzzles in general, how did they service the story? I, I don't think they did in the Tetris principle. At all? That makes me sad. I, 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 I think they did. I would like they, them to, but I don't see them. I liked the puzzles. I don't. It's the idea that you a- were able to complete them, which means the AI isn't stupid. So there's kind of that sort of narrative thread, which there's will would persist as well. Like that you have to, that you keep, that even you realize that these aren't worth anything, but they're worth completing. Yeah, there's the belief in something. Yeah, so you can kind of tie it to the narrative that way. Yeah, and they did tie that to the narrative. Like they have QR codes that will say like this puzzle is uh, pointless, and this that's when this AI decided to give up and things like that. Like they reference it. I liked finding and Will's QR codes in my you, game. My QR codes were in your game. Yeah. yeah. So the oh, one really? I was wall, wondering about I those. I would walk up to ones, and they would say "Cat's yeah. Cradle," and I was like, "Version eighty-nine I knew I should have played this on the PS4. Ah, yeah. I played it on the. I never saw any of yours though. I don't think so. I put them in pretty easy to see places. So, um, but did any of you know that those were actual QR codes? Like, because there was one that didn't say anything, and you could scan it, and it actually said something on the internet. That's so we cool. thought about scanning them, but we never I, actually. So the resolution yeah. was too low for to actually show up as dots. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> How can the resolution of a QR code be too low? It's like 20 by 20. QR codes get more dense the more information you put on them. Right, but I mean, they're not usually more than 50 by 50 because in 50 by 50, you can encode a shitload of you can, dicks. I don't know. <laughs> All the ones I saw were too, the they did not resolve to squares. So the one that didn't say anything, what? I scanned and it said, there are secrets everywhere, sometimes within our very words. I glimpsed them, but my eyes cannot read them. How can this be? Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. Huh. That was kind of, that's, yeah. So to go back a little bit, we, we saw that extra credits video. And one of the things that I, that was driving me crazy about the extra credits video is they kept putting all of these, the lines in the video. And so this is the thing about the witness that I, I'm not sure if you guys saw but like when i first started to see it it drove me crazy and i think that was the whole well there's probably more point to it in the game as you're walking through the world you'll run across circles with lines coming out of them and on the world itself you can draw the lines i definitely okay i never did that that's really interesting but i was curious because you can at any time in the witness, you can always pull up the uh, the cursor to like do something, even if you're not in front of a puzzle piece. So that's yes, that's super so they're, interesting. They're all throughout the world. There's they're oh, like shit. in the shadows. They're in the trees. They're in on God branches. Damn, cool. They're in like there's a point. There's a part near uh, it, there's like the color area where there's a bunch of like these waist high walls, black walls yeah. all over the place, and there's nothing. But if you if you go up and stand on a tower, you look down, and the well is the circle. It's the start, and you can follow it along the waist high 
water, uh, the waist high paths, right? Or the waist high walls. And so there's all of these extra environmental lines that you're just drawing. And most of them are like, you have to stand in this one particular section. You have to look at it from this particular angle. You have to do it. And so that thing is the thing that makes it really feel like every part of the world excuse me, was built in a way like deliberately and on purpose. That's yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. So here's a question. When you do draw those lines, did anything actually happen in the world that would yeah, affect how you not you well, so I did. I didn't take it to its conclusion. How you solve something? I didn't take it to its conclusion. But when you solve one of those, you hear this big like in the world and there's like this like literally gr glitter effect that comes off of it and it shoots over toward these like 2001 pedest black pedestals yes i'm like jacking off these black pedestals so, <laughs> yeah, like, glitter obelisk. explosions there's these giant black <laughs> yeah. pedestals ejaculating and if, you, if you go over <laughs> to them sprayed with axe body spray if you, if you go over to them you can see I'm kind so of right like in in gray <laughs> what shapes you're looking for and in theory you can solve all of them for a particular area because there's there's one obelisk per area of the island and so oh my god yeah so another so another should, to should we explain the context of this to alberto well hang on a second to add on to that i just want to say one thing okay i don't know if i've ever seen <laughs> a world in a video game like as deliberately designed as this one. Is. Like, it feels very big. It feels big enough, but it was it's amazing. It feels so deliberate across everything. Nothing feels wasted. And if it does feel wasted, I feel like I've missed something. All right. Yep. So there, there are two sections of the island that I'm going to spoil for you guys. Sorry, you didn't play it. Rude. There is a section. <laughs> one this ship. There is a section oh. in in a bunch of trees, and all of the puzzles are come from the trees cast shades upon the shadows or uh, on the puzzle and at two different parts of the puzzle you either the the shadow will be where you can't go or the 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 shadow yes. will be where the path that you have to go and so it's like you have to be very specific about like where you're standing so that the shadow lines up with the puzzle board so that you know where you can go on on top of the board does the sun There's move a, or the the sun is stationary, and the reason I know that, well, I think it's stationary, but the reason I know that, or I think that, is because in the other section of the island, there's a section of the island that's on a desert, and all of the solutions are, like, imagine there was dust on on the, the board, and the only way you can see that is by, like, getting the right reflection on it so that you can see where people have drawn the line before. And so, the whole that whole section of the island is all about standing in the right place so that the sun is reflecting off the board into your eyes so that you can see the line. And then, and then you have to go and trace that when, once you can get back over to the board. So, you're, like, doing all these weird... And there's things, like, it'll bounce off the reflection. And so, now you have to, like understand what the puzzle is like inverted so that you can draw it backwards when it when it comes up like yes that whole that those sections of the game feel really deliberate these things are in the exact right spot and then those 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 puzzle pieces those environmental things really make it so that like uh, yeah it's it's crazy especially like even at the the castle like there's like the quadrants of like four different sections and like you realize like as you're walking through a hedge maze like all right you have to trace out your step of where you're going to go and then it unlocks the next one and you realize that like 
there's leaves on the ground that are blocking it. So you have to kind of figure out where it's going. And like for those, I'm like drawing on a pen and paper of like where my path is so then I can go back to the map or there's audio cues. Like one, Yeah, the, the audio cues. One of those is like, it sounds like you're st stepping on gravel versus it sounds like you're stepping on pavement, right? Sand, uh, yeah, or pavement, yeah. Or, and so depending on where you're stepping as you're walking through, where the sounds make sense, that's the solution to the puzzle. There's, there's crazy stuff in that game. Yeah, I've never, so, it's so fun. Yeah, cool. It, I, I just, I don't even know to find like the right words just because I've never had a game that's had something like this where there's always a 2D puzzle, that there's always a way to figure it out, but realizing that you have to walk away from it to understand it. And I'm like, it's fucking, uh, it, knowing that there's always an answer around and that maybe I'm just approaching it from the wrong way. Like I'm not looking for the shadows. I'm not taking it all in. The problem is the 2D is like the projection of the answer. The the salute, the the puzzles are actually in 3D. A lot of them are actually in 3D. Yeah. There's stuff like yep. those trees that you guys saw. You have to be standing in the right spot to see the branches go in the right way. It's like there's only one, well, I mean, you know, one line out from the tree where you could actually see the solution to the, 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 yeah. the thing. Well, and even there's like one of the houses that you stand in and you're like standing in it and you're looking through wood panels that are like trees or different things, different panels of wood. But you have to stand in a different perspective to look through the panel to see outside on a puzzle and line up where it is and then remember how you could get to the end of it without crossing over any of the wood in the panel. So, so, And then that's your way to, to solve it. I'm like, I like... Uh, so, so th those ones, th that's the with the the red tree area. That's yeah, what you're thinking right of. Yeah, in the middle of the house. So to do what you're doing, talking about the first time, like I figured it out, and then I walked over there and, and tried to figure it out, and like had to try to reverse it in my mind, and then I yeah. remembered you can solve the by turning around. No, you can solve. Well, the first one you can solve through the window. Oh, the oh! <laughs> That's awesome. You don't have to be standing right in front of puzzles to solve them. You can solve them from. So for the first two or three in that, you just solve through the window, and the last one, the window's broken, so you actually do have to go through and do it backward yeah. like you're talking about. Like, yeah. Driving the why do you sound sad? Um, so the travel of the boat's not very quick, but then there are the environment, some of the environmental puzzles that are in the world, you can only see from the perspective in the boat. That's what we were thinking. We were driving by like one of the puzzles, and we're like, hey, there's a puzzle there. It's like, oh, yeah, but you can solve it from here, bro. Yeah, and uh, I feel like that's actually you're, so, that's what you have to do. So, so not the not the the two D puzzles, but like the environmental puzzles, like where oh. you see where you see a circle in the world. Like, there's a part toward the north where there's like this wrecked out, rusty old ship that's a shipwreck on the top of the island, right? And so there's a, there's there was one section on there. I spent probably five ten minutes. I'm like. I see that if I could just go a little bit more out in the water, I could see that circle and how it would connect to these others. I just can't get to there. And and it's really, it, like, that's another example where it's like, the perfect angle for this would be standing right there up the hill, but it's right behind the tree, so I can't see the thing. Like, they put trees in the exact that's same the spot, so it's like, the solution that you think should be is is just hidden and so you have to look so yeah. that's an example where you have to go out on the boat and get that other perspective on it that it, it, um, the game it, and this is something that i don't remember where i heard it so unfortunately i can't cite it directly but the game makes you 
you have to be comfortable with being able to walk away and know that to find a solution, you might have to walk past a puzzle. Like you can't, like there's not a way to solve it in a way that's kind of uh, like single path. Like it's not like you're solving puzzle one through 600 in order. Like in some of them, you may approach an area and see panels that you've never seen any of the symbols on, but then realize that if you kind of just keep going around past them, you'll see kind of the beginner level puzzles or something starts to introduce those mechanics to you. Some some of that I think is some. some of that I think is is a good thing. Some of it I think is a shortcoming. When you like come up to a puzzle and there's a symbol that you you don't understand and don't know how to use, then you'd be like, oh well, there's this symbol I don't understand. Other times, you'll come up to a puzzle and you'll think you know everything, but there's actually something you're missing, and that one, those I think are really problematic. There's a section which I I was going to be really pissed at this game because I got to this section. Uh, Let me just tell you this story. There's a a part... I think I saw this post on Facebook. Yeah. So I came up... There's this... There's a puzzle that allows you to cross this bridge, but it's... But the way the bridge works, once you cross the bridge, you can't go back. And so I figured out enough of the puzzle to figure out how to get across the bridge. And then the rest so this of the... down in like the purple water area? Yes, that's like, exactly... The colored bridges? That's exactly yeah. the area I'm talking about. So I, I, I was able to solve the puzzle to, to get the bridge to cross. Mm-hmm. And then none of the rest of the puzzles in that area, I had enough information to figure out how... Figure out. And so... I was stuck. There was like six or seven different puzzles in that area, and I just I couldn't figure them out. And I was getting so pissed at this game because not only could I not figure out those puzzles, that's okay, but but that bridge stuck me so that I couldn't get out. And so ev- eventually, I figured out that the puzzle that controlled the bridge you could solve in a different way to let yourself back out. And I felt way more like clever and brilliant figuring out how to not go through those puzzles than I did if I'd actually tried to figure out those puzzles in the first place. Yeah. You figure out that you can reverse it to move the bridge back. Cause I got over there and it was me and they were, they were like, I was like, I don't, I don't, these are way too helpful. Like, I just don't know. I'm like spent probably 20 minutes banging at heads against the wall trying to do it. And then realized just to get back across the bridge, I'm like, wait, if you can solve it this way, can you solve it in the inverse? And then that's what started getting back. That, like, oh that's God. another thing of like, those. there are multiple solutions to the puzzle. And sometimes the multiple solutions to the puzzle change the way the world works. And so rather than there just being one solution to the puzzle, it's important that there are more than one one solutions to each of these puzzles. I just want to clarify yeah, some of them how, you have I was, to solve multiple how I was times. saying earlier that does it actually make us any smarter and things like that? I was definitely playing devil's advocate. Like I do feel smarter for solving any of these puzzles. And like the witness sounds insanely interesting. Like I'd really do want to play. I feel sad about not Same finishing here. it before this uh, podcast, but I was thinking I'm just fine with the Tetris puzzles and the Talos principle. But what if the puzzles from the witness were replaced the Tetris puzzles in the Talos principle with way make, like, better, the best puzzle game of all time. Yes. <laughs> so let, let's make a mod so. and like just cash out. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody, I, I think it was giant, bomb maybe it was it was either them or uh, what's the playstation one called beyond they're, they're asking about how how long is it until like hacking mini games or lock picking mini games are replaced with talos puzzles I'll be like that would be so awesome like 
you you walk up to this door and you need to lock lock pick this door and so they throw a talos principle and you have to like trace the line and figure out how to get to the end so you mean what's your like, witness I'm sorry yes the Thank witness you. i apologize yeah, okay. yeah, all of say, us were like wait that would be really hard to do talos principle like, that's, that's not even remotely how a lock works <laughs> i don't think right? <laughs> sudden, you pop and go inside the lock space. there you go you yeah. become ant-man you jump inside the lock and do it and oh, then you jump out yeah. 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 that would be a lot of fun yeah i just watched that yesterday sorry anyway the reason i brought it up in context of the the extra credits video is you guys probably weren't looking for it but i was looking for it Rude. all of the not all of them quite a lot of the pictures in that were had the witness puzzle the the environmental puzzle stuff in in those pictures you should go back yes. and watch them there's stuff like his tie at one point his tie is the circle going down there's yep. stuff on the podium yeah. there's stuff in the background i and, noticed they, and, they said at the end 20 puzzles did you solve them all oh at the end of the video i oh yeah, at the very end there's a little sticky on like the top yeah, right I, 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 I didn't it's funny. I saw all the puzzles in the thing, but I didn't. I didn't catch the context of what. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even, get the obvious one, but I got all the abstract. I didn't even know, play the game those. yet, and that started happening to me because Twitter went so crazy on that whole. You could see the witness puzzles everywhere, and like, uh, so I just oh, started, like the, before even playing the game, I started seeing them all over the place. So that's like the four chan thing where they show the faces and everything. Yeah. Um, once you see it. Except for so, so one of the things that can be helpful to think about, and I remember learning this in like an art class in middle school, is that. A circle is a is the only man-made sh organic shape. Is it organic shape that's not in nature or something like that? Like you will a almost. Circle? What about earthworms? Earthworms. Worms. Yeah, like viewed that's... from above, they're a circle. Like you almost, not... almost, almost never see a circle in nature. What about like an atom? Atoms are all statistical. They're not actually yeah, circular. Like, you'll see a lot of ovals. You'll see a lot of cur curvy shapes in general. You'll see, they're, like, nature's full of curvy shapes. You go out and you see trees. You'll never see a perfect circle on a tree. Like, everything, when you're, I'm trying to say this as a hint that whenever you see a perfect circle in the world, it's probably the start of one of the witness puzzles. Hmm. Neat. That's very deliberate. Is the sun right. a part of a, a witness puzzle? For, for several of them, yes. Cool. Ah, um, I like how we're very careful about spoiling that very specific thing. Very thoughtful, Will. Thanks. Just spoil everything, Will. This is a spoiler I, cast. Yeah, man. It's a spoiler cast, but at the same time, like, even talking about like the puzzles that we've talked about and how it forces you to think outside the box, like without actually telling you, all right, you're going to have to do this specific thing. Like, I think there's still enjoyment oh, yeah. for anyone listening to this, that they can still have moments where they'll feel like a freaking genius for figuring some of it out because there's some of the moments in the game. And I don't know. I think I was trying to think back to uh, like when Fez came out, which I wasn't, I wasn't part of it at the time. Like it wasn't something that I was playing, but I was seeing it everywhere. I've seen people talk about like journals and having to write stuff down in the real world to try and help figure stuff out within the game. And the witness for me was one of the first games that I ever started doing that where I, so I was tracing some stuff out so I could do different things to manipulate it in, in this world. So I could try and figure it out better in, in that world. And I was, I was thinking of the notebook. Yeah. 
There was yep. there was at least one puzzle where well, there, there's a whole section of the island that that's based on color, which I I kind of feel is ambivalent. The right word I feel two ways at the same time. Some of the the puzzles are really cool. You, some of them you have to like solve through window through through like tinted panes and stuff, and then like you you change the lights in the room to figure out or to to give you hints to different solutions. I like that they played around with the color like that, and I think that was really cool. I also feel. It's not not for me, but for like people who are colorblind and people who have those kinds of troubles, those puzzles can be nearly impossible. So, I, I think I, I remember the I've heard criticism about that right after the game came out too, and I think Jonathan, I don't know if he patched it already, but I know that there was conversation around after it where he's like, "Yeah, I real I I recognize that that's an issue, so I'm gonna I'm." Going back and patching it to add colorblind options. So people can He's working on a cure for colorblindness, stuff. actually. <laughs> <laughs> that That's I the Jonathan Blow solution. The, He's like, right. watch this video fixed. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the nice things about the game in general is that because of the way that it's set up and that you're just doing these lasers to the mountain, you only you don't need to have solved every section... In order to get into the mountain, you do not need to have solved every section of the island. Oh, screw all so that noise. So you can... Can't, can't do that. There's puzzles that have they must be solved. we talked about the bonus? Uh, do you know anything about this, Will? I know that it exists. I don't know the, the details. Do you know about it? I know about it, yes. Let's talk about the hardest thing ever. Well, Ham, do you want to mention... That you read something about that Blow had mentioned with regards to games not needing to have 100% completion rate, right? Yeah, he compared it he bet, well, so Which is something let's bring up what the game bonus game. is, and then we'll talk about his rationalization. Cause, okay. Uh, so, Stephen Totillo on Kotaku wrote an article titled Wrestling with the Witness's Most Difficult Divisive Puzzle. And it's about this section called The Challenge, which uh, a lot of people have been grumpy about. There's a trophy for beating it, and 3.3 and 4% of PS4 and PC players respectively have beaten it. And I believe this is the one he was talking about in pre-release interviews where he talked about one puzzle being so difficult that only like one person in a hundred would solve it or whatever. So that was like four times too conservative. But anyway, what happens is there's this section under, well, I think hold on. it's under the tower. I don't. I bet you only one in a hundred solved it, but the other three people went out and found the walkthrough. Yeah. So, so relatedly to that, it's 14 puzzles all in a row that are randomly generated. Oh. And there's a time limit, and if you pause the game, you're penalized. Whoa. Yeah. So apparently it's fucking really difficult. So there's a you start door right at the end. Is that what you're talking about? There's, there's a, a door with randomly generated puzzles right at the end. Is that what you're talking about? Is there 14 of them? There, there are two of them right next to each other, and you have to solve both of them, but then they randomly generate... So this is different. It's an optional sequence of puzzles hidden deep inside the mountain. This is at the very end of the mountain is what I'm thinking about. So Could be. Might be, or so, it might be like an offshoot. If you ever solve both of those two. You have they to. Lead they, to they lead more. to the like final final area. So. Oh, then. So I think this is different. Yeah. But I don't quite know how to get there. Yeah. So randomly generated and on a seven minute time limit. You started by playing a golden record that plays two pieces of classical music. What happened? <laughs> What happened? He did it. That's what, what he's never gotten there. 
Yeah. That's Do what that. she said. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that sounds right. The second of that is the Hollow Mountain King, which is awesome. Anyway, a bunch of people can't beat it, and it's really hard. And one of those Miranda puzzles doubles as a map of a labyrinth that comes later in that puzzle solving stage. But apparently still, it's like, it's very difficult to even make it to the last two, let alone solve it. But what's interesting is this, this was kind of during the end of his review period. And uh, he kind of was complaining about it, said he was beginning to think that this wasn't a good thing to have included in the game. And Blow wrote back, Blow me. In general, this section's about testing how deeply a player's internalized the rules to the puzzles and how quickly they can react to new configurations. I didn't want to tune this such that players are just expected to be able to beat it if they get here. That's how AAA games are usually tuned, and I don't like that. Just like a legitimate puzzle is only a puzzle if you might never figure it out. A legitimate challenge is only a challenge if you might never beat it. So yeah, it's hard. So then the reviewer talks about how usually the game's, up to this point, the game's very contemplative, but at this point it's more like, becomes almost more action-oriented. Is it okay? It's, oh, I, I could easily be wrong. I'm just starting to read Kotaku more now. Is it Kotaku? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Kotaku. Duh. <laughs> it's, it's Katiku. So he then goes on to say, further into their email conversation, well, yeah, this is the thing. Why do we have this expectation that everyone's supposed to, 100%, to do 100% of the things in the game? That seems like fan service of a certain dimension or whatever. And if you design a game with that as a requirement, then you force yourself to hold back on a lot of the things the game could actually do. He then made an analogy to a novel. I don't expect myself to master 100% of Gravity's Rainbow, which is a ancient book that's very um, hard to read. In fact, the idea of mastering a novel is kind of silly. It must not be a very good book if you could do that. So the fact that we have this kind of expectation of games is a sign that the work hasn't really been all that deep all this time. And I feel like that's really interesting, and I kind of like it, but it's also pretentious as fuck. I, I like the idea. I like the idea. Yeah. I don't think... I mean... And I like that he chose his execution to do it that way. I don't think that his blanket statement that nobody else is doing it is is valid. It kind of reminds me of what you said earlier about this game, how like it, the world is so dense and everything's so intricately designed that it, that it's taken out in a way only a video game can. And you like that better than the Talos Principle because the Talos Principle was such a video game in the way it has its video game contrivances. Like... Right. Well, the the Talos Principle, I think maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but like the Talos Principle feels like it uses tropes of what yeah, other games are, where this feels it's like it's, it's creating its own space within the puzzle genre. Yeah, like this he's doing special things to, to the actual game. format of having a video game, is what it feels yeah, like. And, I, and if more people do that, I'm all for it, you know? Like, I think that feels expansive. I feel like our podcast is like the proof that his statement is wrong. Every almost every single episode we come and we're like, "Oh, this is what the game meant." And somebody else will be like, "No, that's not what it meant at all. This is the other thing that you totally missed." And yeah, you like, guys messed up Hotline Miami real bad. <laughs> <laughs> like every single almost every single game we play, we're like Oh no, you didn't understand it. This is a different perspective. You didn't catch this thing. This this is the other thing that's going on. This is this deeper uh, this is this deeper, not necessarily not necessarily deeper, but this is this other meaning, this other context that you didn't get. Like there's all of that all the time. That's that's art, man. I have the same thing with albums that I listen to like I get meaning out of songs and things like that or books or anything. But I mean, 
for him to say that no other game is built in a way that is not deep is ridiculous. I don't think that's what he was saying. That's that. almost word for word what you said. He said... Uh, the almost is pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you read it back? I think what he's saying is that he's making a game that not everyone is going to complete, and that's okay. Yeah. And I kind of agree that most games are built upon the idea that they want everyone to be able to complete I all. agree, and I think that's good, and I think, and I'm glad he did it this way, but his the second half of that statement is, every other game in existence is shallow because everybody can solve them. Oh, we're talking about the Gravity's Rainbow part? I don't know if he said every other game in existence. Did he say every other game in existence? Can you read it back that's, for us, please? Because that's, that's almost well, exactly well, yeah. what he made an analogy to a novel. I don't expect myself to master 100% of Gravity's Rainbow. In fact, the idea of mastering a novel is kind of silly. It must not be a very good book if you can do that. So the fact that we have this kind of expectation of games is a sign that the work hasn't really been all that deep all this so time. So he's saying every other game is not deep, which is ridiculous. I don't... I think you're... In the beginning okay, of... He made it strong. In the beginning, he said what, the, what other AAA further. games yeah. do. Like, but, he yeah. specifically no, 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 no. AAA yeah, games. But what I'm saying is... That's a big caveat. The yeah. game... <laughs> the puzzles is only one piece of it. There... You can like look at The Last of Us. There's plenty of shit that happened in The Last of Us where we did not agree with what was happening, what the g- different characters' motivations are. That's narrative, that, though. That's not the actual gameplay. Right. That's what but, he's. That, that's the difference. Yeah, I think he's saying is that like a lot of games, they're a game. They want to drive the player towards finishing, and where this seems like, I want it to be so like. It's okay that there's challenges that people just aren't going to be able. But to it, play. but games are all of these things, not just one of these things. It, sure. The I don't fact think that, that disagrees with what he said, though. I think he I think that, that he think says he that games not. in general are not deep, and that's that may not be what he intended to say, but that's what it sounds like to me. What he said from that statement. Okay, I think that's fair, and but I think that not, there are plenty of ways about. for games to be deep than not being able to solve a yeah, exactly. But I, I also agree with him. Like I, I think it's cool that he wants to create this deep, rich gameplay that not everybody can solve. Like there's no tutorial, and you have to just you either there's can no, or you uh, can't. Like stripped. Uh, so so there were games. Okay. Of what people like. Well, let's take it to the extreme real quick. There are games where one of the trophies, just one of the trophies, is be the top of the leaderboard. This. Okay. So functionally, about five people in the world have the platinum for that game. Right. Okay. Is is that a? Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's saying it about every single game. I think it, he's saying it's a trend in games where the gameplay is kind of handed out to you, like this is really challenging, right? But everybody gets to the end of it. Like he's. Or even in those cases, you can still beat the game, do everything functionally in that game, and then some people are just better. Yeah, at like it. Rocket League. This, is, for yeah. this isn't so, even. This some is people like will game. never win a match of Rocket League. It's just not going to happen for him. Who did you say? Rocket League? Craig will never who, who? win a match oh, oh, yeah. Rocket oh, League yeah, that, against okay, Paul sure. is exactly what I said. So, sorry, Craig. Okay. Uh, sorry, the audio cut out. Yeah, the audio, audio cut out part. right there. And I was like... Craig was like, excuse me, oh, yeah. who did you say? <laughs> I could just... I could sense no, Obviously, obviously there's sense. depth to games. I don't think he's saying there's no depth to gameplay. I think he's saying that. Uh, I, I think that's almost exactly he's what he's saying. Said. That developers are too afraid to make a section that's too hard for players to make. <laughs> yes, like that—that's all he's saying. You're right that, that you could extrude that out into a whole different field of compliments, your comments, and maybe blow his arrogant enough that that is what he's saying. But as far as what's written on paper, I mean, 
So what uh, was the next thing we went to yeah. cover off on? So if so that I- wasn't deep enough, the next thing I want to talk about was consciousness in general and how it applies to the Talos Principle. Paul, you want to start us off on that one? Well, that's technically what the name of the game and the whole point of the game is. Is Why is that? I don't get it. The Talos Principle is what makes a human. Could you make a robot that is a human? What's humanity? What's consciousness? Um, how is this a principle? I don't get it. It's a philosophical principle. I forget that. I think the guy's name is Stanton. The Stanton Talos. Yeah. Are you? I don't know. Blowing where, me off, or is that actually his name? I have no idea what the ta- ta- the word Talos is for. I don't know. Uh, the, Nate's a, raising his hand. What is it? Oh, it, the Talos principle, like in philosophy. Yeah. Please, somebody yeah. tell it's us. It's the idea that you can't just fill a giant bronze giant with veins with human blood and have it become human. Yes. And what this is what exactly that game is trying to do. Right. So in the Milton Library Assistant, it, at the, one of your tests to become an administrator is to prove that you're a human, even though you're a robot. So he asks you questions, and you have to answer them in a way that a human would. Have you yeah. got- I, just, I just love the fact that Will doesn't know. That's amazing. Have you guys ever read The Most Human Human? Am I the only one? There's a book called The Most Human Human, which is very relevant. I really want to read that ever since you first mentioned it. Um, It is about this guy who does a Turing test. Mm -hmm. And so uh, apparently as a part of the Turing test, so the whole way that it works, a test is really a... Anyway, so the, the premise of the Turing test is you do a blind test. You have a human and a robot and in these, they've all been through like text interactions, but the goal is for the person administering the test to figure out which one is a robot and which one's a human. And so over time, the program, the, the people who have been developing these little AI bots to try and to beat the, 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 Turing tests have gotten more and more complicated. And some of the ones that actually have worked the best are ones that'll just like swear and insult you and like, Apparently, the like one of the first what do you call it examples of somebody having l- beat the Turing test as a bot was somebody who was just like, "What? That's dumb. You're stupid. Why? Why are you asking me this? Right? Like, why would you even ask this question? Right?" And it just pissed this guy off for like 45 minutes, where he's like, are, "Wait, are you even real?" Right? <laughs> like, sorry. So part of that book is does like reasoning go away because he was like getting frustrated at it? So like the logic of like. Right, so the, that whole book is about all of these different aspects and ways and things about how how do you sound more human than than what hu- than what computers can sound right now? Like there are things that computers can do, and like you have to have a grasp of what computers are good at, so that you can demonstrate that you're good at things that are not just those things. And it's like it's really complicated and really hard to demonstrate that you have more skills than 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 a than a robot does it's a really good book and it sounds like it, it'd be a really good compliment to this game Polly, who's not even paying attention it's i cool. am totally <laughs> in fact I, I found because that was interesting i found something relevant from the talos principle that i, I think is pretty relevant do go on there's a console chat that you find if you actually bother to read any of the um, terminals in the game it's called <laughs> chat. hey tell you what i'll go read the terminals you go read them as human human so, i will so, i will absolutely do i have to this listen is a, to it hence, you, you can is that the only way i'm going to absorb the information we're, we're, <laughs> we're making a deal i'm gonna go read the terminals hey, you're going it. to go read however you want to read okay. the most human human that sounds like really interesting it's totally up my alley obviously i like this game for a reason and, and it, it 
sounds totally right up my alley. A more fun take on that. It's called chatbots.html. And it's a chat conversation. So Jenny77 says, chatbots are becoming increasingly sophisticated. Nigel Pajamas says, true, but hardly related to this discussion. Jenny77, are you sure? How do you know that I'm not a bot? Sam Schwartz, don't be ridiculous. Jenny77, I'm not ridiculous. Honestly, how would you know? Vegan warrior, haha, troll. Jenny77, I'm not a troll. Vegan warrior, yeah, right. Jenny77, is there anything I've written so far that could not be written by a bot? I responded to simple insults like ridiculous and troll with very basic negations, and I detected that none of your use of proper orthography, so I avoided capitalization. Vegan Warrior, what's the capital of France? Jenny77, Paris. Jenny77, even the simplest script could pull that info from the net. Nigel Pajamas, what's the capital of Croatia? Jenny77, Zagreb. Nigel Pajamas, okay, she's a bot, lol. Jenny77, I'm not a bot. Jenny77, I'm European. We learn these things in school. Sam Schwartz, <laughs> I've seen you in this chat room many times. Sam Schwartz, bots can't participate in discussions. Sam Schwartz, at best, they can interject random comments. Vegan warrior, Sam is right. Stop trolling. Nigel Pajamas, a uh, vegan warrior. Sam is a bot. bot. Sam is a bot? Yeah. Oh. I thought that was so I, clever. That was a really good exchange. I actually I talked yeah. about that and I was like, oh. I took a screenshot of that. So oh, so boy. one of the things they talk about in the book, the things that that computers are currently not very good at is holding multiple representations of the world in your head at the same time. Things that humans can do almost naturally, right? So so there's stuff like uh I like I I would have pulled the pizza out of the stove if I had, or I would have pulled the pizza out of the oven, but I had burnt myself. And so it's like, where is the pizza? What are you doing? Why does, why does it make sense that, that you burned yourself because of the pizza? Like there, there's like, like this concept reasoning is stuff that currently bots are not very good at, but, but there's a lot of stuff in the book where it's just like rote memorization, rote facts, those things that computers are really good at. The bots are getting better at like trying to drive the conversation back into things that they are knowledgeable about. The fact those kind that of things. you appreciate that book so much makes me think that you would absolutely love the exchange in the sales the yeah, principle about it, I, you I, trying to prove that you're a human and the funny part is you're obviously a human will playing a computer game that's asking you character acting a robot to prove that you're a human it, it's so meta it breaks things it's it's <laughs> I, I don't know it's like i like reading about people getting in you know schadenfreude but do i want to do it to myself I don't know. so think of it this way the robot the computer asked me to prove that i'm a human and i failed I could not answer his question successfully to prove that I'm a human. Yep. I'm pretty sure that I'm a human. <laughs> so. I'm not. I think everybody, well, you everybody, everybody failed, right? Did anybody pass? Is there any way to pass? To get gain uh, administrator without any conflicts? Oh, without any Yeah, because that's the thing. You, you end up, oh. the, the, the Milton Library oh, yeah, system granted like, to you. Yeah, like. But it's there's conflicts. It's like I know you're not a human, yeah. but we're gonna let this slide, pretty much. Right. Or I think he's like, wait, the way that you keep breaking this logic means that there's no way that you're not a human, or something to that extent. Is like the conversation we had, or it's like you've you've broken yourself and you've contradicted yourself so much that clearly, like, that must be a person. Not- yeah. It's like if you you were asked for an objective response and you gave a subjective one. There's like yeah. multiple things that. The- it, it's funny because it, 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 you know, we talk about it in this kind of abstract sense. But when I was in Japan several years ago, Japan. Um, 
the the way my bank works Ooh, is cool. super annoying, and I would. <laughs> The way my bank works is super annoying, and I got caught with a fraud check. So I called them up from Japan and started talking to a customer service agent about who I was, what I was doing, why I was in Japan, spending the money that I had, right? And there are stuff like she's asking me. He was like, come to think of it, I'm not actually <laughs> sure. I better fly back to America right now. Three days ago, did you spend this much money in this place? And I'm like... Well, I spent it in yen, so I don't even know if that number's right. I <laughs> the name of the place it was in Japanese when I read it on the board, so I'm not really sure, right? And so there's stuff, all this stuff that you would like, you would take for granted. And she, and you know, the, the person I'm talking to is like, why don't you know these details, right? There, it, it just didn't. I spent. Uh, so eventually the way I ended up solving and I'm using air quotes for solving this is I just stayed on the goddamn phone for like three and a half hours. Keep on talking to this person. Yes. I, there's no way I could know this thing about if I wasn't really the, you know, me, like it, 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 it was really just a brute force. Yes, I am me. I need to be able to spend my own money. Like as long as I had, you know, yeah, I had a similar experience while playing the Talos Principle that maybe made me appreciate it more because I got offered a promotion at work to a man managerial position. So I had to take one of those like personality tests. And it was like kind of amazing where I was like, because the game, it wasn't actually asking you if you were a human. It was asking you what a person is and if you're a person. And that's exactly how I related to this managerial test because it's asking me like things like, would you rather mow your yard or relax on the couch with a beer? And what kind of personality, like what, what system was it? You know? I don't know the name of it. No, I'm sorry. But taking it and having to like lie my face off to this machine <laughs> to prove that I'm, I'm a manager, even though I'm obviously like, I already do the job. It's just a, a test I have to take. It was just amazing to me. And it related to the game so much, like asking people what, a, what a person is like, there's no way to like take that quick. I don't think there is an actual way. That's why I have doubts about AI because we don't know or at least i don't know what a person is <laughs> you know man there's a lot of good stuff from that same book the uh most human human where they're just talking about how like you know a couple hundred years ago the thing that separated humans from animals is that we we could reason and then we came with computers and computers are way better reasoning than humans <laughs> so w what makes hu being human special and a lot of a lot of the that that coming through that book is that you know what it's not really that special being a human, you, yeah. you know, we, we've managed to replicate it in so many different ways. And there's examples of, you know, biological and life stuff that, that happens in much finer levels, you know, my, my, well, not my dog, but dogs in general are able to reproduce and, you know, like uh, all the things that you're like, okay, this is the special thing. This is the, the, the interesting thing. This is why I'm quoting God put me on earth because this is the special thing that I can do is like everything else. Hey, there, well, there is something else that can do anything else that we can do. So this game, the Talos principle that I think that you should play. <laughs> <laughs> you might find some. Of the I'm so serious though. Really? Like we, if you, if this is your game. If you just pay attention to that stuff and do it, like you'll get a kick out of it. So it's really well put together. I, I think at least you and I should do a follow up after you read this book, and I okay. have gone through again. We might put an extra like ten minutes at the end of this episode, something like that. Hey, I'll it, read the book too. It may came out come out years after this episode, so stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. So while we're getting all super deep, Giddy. there's a con. There's a concept <laughs> that we've run into a couple times called ludo narrative dissonance. This is where the idea that what you're doing in a game doesn't like relate to the story. The constant examples of this are like Grand Theft Auto, where you're like this character who's trying to redeem himself, and then you go murder three thousand people. Not Fallout. What's the other four that just came out? Uncharted is another. Yeah, you're Nathan Drake. You're like a family man. And you just you're searching for treasure, and then you kill thousands. Like hundreds Whoa, hundreds cracking witty one. So, so Nate, you brought up that you think that the witness might be uh, a perfect counterexample. I don't know if you were able to find a. I don't know. It's obviously it's going to be ludo narrative consonants, ludo narrative some word harmony. that means the opposite of distance, ludo narrative harmony. It's the idea is that you know. In this game, everything you're doing relates to the pu- everything is tied together. Nothing is out of place. Nothing doesn't belong. It's all part of one synthesized whole between the puzzles and the quote unquote narrative. Even little video vignettes are all like Feedback, everything's tied in. Yeah. The shadows, the way the shadows fall on the ground, like the, the way the path the boat takes around the island. I love that when you bring up the quick travel map, it's like the same kind of. Even the circular, like, ovular route around the island is the same kind of, like, line-drawing puzzle. Like, it's all connected. And I've never seen... I really want to see if you can... After seeing the extra credits video, I really want to see if you can solve the puzzle in the video. I'm really curious about that now. Um, Is there one puzzle that's more complicated? Most of them are, like, one line, right? Right, but there are a lot of them, like... So that bridge that locks you into the colored section. The handlebar has like a circle on the end, but depending on oh where gosh. it's going back, and it's like half circles, but then like the shadow changes as the bridge moves across. And so at one point it's a full circle. And as the as it moves across, you can draw out the rest of the line as the shadow is moving. Like there's tons of that shit in that game that's just crazy like that. And so the idea that that's you might be able to solve the puzzle in the video sounds completely uh, reasonable from this game. And, and now I'm excited to go try it. Yeah. But once you beat the that's final awesome. challenge and the Nazi zombies come with the airdrop all the machine guns, I feel like it kind of breaks <laughs> it a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's very good. Wait, which game, which game was this? <laughs> Was that the Talos or the, <laughs> the Witness? That was the Talos Witness, if I remember correctly. I just think it's really remarkable, and it feels really refreshing that something is so pure. It's just really cool. It's genius, I think. It's It definitely speaks to the years of development the game was in. Well, and you mentioned the fact that you have, like, one visionary, right? Like, it's... Yeah, this is, like... So different from it, Braid, it, too. Do feels really like great? Jonathan blows. Mm. Yeah. I also... Yeah, it is... Braid, but I ran into this similar things in Braid where I thought the puzzles were really cool and the game was really cool, and then there were these text dumps, and I was like, uh, I can't. I, I just met in the whole like format of the game, like he, he went from paragraphs. a side scrolling time. <laughs> that was 10 too many, Nate. To a like full 3D world that looks absolutely beautiful and everything like that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, obvious, I don't want to say progression in game design, but like, but he's not using. Ed, Ed McMillan anymore for the art. Is, is that who did right? Yeah, that's yeah. who did the character art. Someone else did the background, I believe. But I was going to say, if the game isn't wholly designed and built, or it's not like, it's not fully developed by one person. It's not like yeah. Axiom Verge, where it's like one guy's game from the audio to the gameplay to the art. It's 
but it's so Jonathan Blow's game as far as like what the design. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's it's so almost it's, inspiring to me that you could like he could design these puzzles in completely different ways. Like for me as a musician, like thinking I could like in my terms, like I could write this sort of song on a piano or this sort of song on a guitar or something like that. Like he's obviously like uh, to me, he's an over talented game to develop yes, designer. Yeah. So there's and oh yes, I have. I have two puzzles that I wanted to complain about in The Witness. One of them might be a whole section of the island. I'm not really... I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole section of the island that I wasn't able to solve. And I think they had to do with sound. The problem is I just never got to it. Or I never I, I never figured out what it was that I wasn't figuring out. That I, I really wish that one of you guys had gotten there and was able to figure this out so you could spoil Because I'd rather you guys spoiled it for me than me like going up and looking up a solution. But there's a... so. I kind of described it before. It's next to those wall high, next to those wall high hedge mazes. There's like a bunch of towers. There's a like a moving container that's got this painted blue and orange in, in, inside a building. The, at one of the lasers, you have to like, or the laser from the desert shoots off toward that area, and you have to put up a mirror to shoot it up to the the mountain. Do you, do you guys know which area oh, I'm talking about? No, I didn't get didn't get to it, but I know where you're talking about on the island. But yeah. so so you you walk down to the bottom of that, and there are two line puzzles right next to each other. One looks like like if you had a a four humped M, and then a mirror version of it below it, and then some very like a very simple like normal grid puzzle on the right, and. I, there's a lot of like indications there are like speakers in the rooms and they're like there's there's a lot of indications that this has something to do with sound and i think that you have to like solve both puzzles together or in harmony or do something together uh, related to each other somehow but i just never got it i never i never figured it out and I, that's i i but because I wasn't able to start that, I feel like there's a whole section of the island. There's probably a whole bunch of cool puzzles that I didn't even get to, to attempt because I, I couldn't get started. So, so that one I, I, I was a little upset about. The other... Yes, that goes back to Jonathan's statement about having areas that are challenging that just people... Just I wonder how Brian would feel about these games. Without Keith. He's like... I would really hate them or, both of them. Yeah. What about Brian? Brian, because he can't, he can't platinum... Oh. The witness, right? Well, I think yeah, he can. I mean, you can. Can he? If he figure out how to get through that there's challenge, that right? Thing. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, I mean, there are plenty, probably I would assume at least a couple percent people that have platinum. And I think you could get the, what, the plurality, the majority of them through probably following guides. I think the, you could probably. That doesn't sound like any fun. Some of the sections that at least open up the laser, which gives you like good majority of the trophies just the by laser. following line guys. So but the, you can't follow the trophy for the platinum because of the randomly generated ones. Right. So, so you have to. So the, you gotta be the only puzzle that I looked up in both games pissed me off, and it's Whoa. the one I want to. Wait a second here. Uh, you could talk about it, but I want to comment on that afterwards. I also. Okay. Sorry. Right. I was okay. surprised. I, I wanted to talk about the game design. Related to the letter there in harmony, I kind of wanted to close that out. Sorry. Uh, in the, why don't in, you go first? So, so there's there's a podcast called Tone Control where Steve Gaynor, the Fulbright guy that did Gone Home and used to work for, yeah, Bioshock. Or uh, Tacoma. Yep. He interviews a bunch of people, and there's a really good interview with Jonathan Blow where he talks all about. This was long before the witness came out. It was right after like one of the first reveals, I think. 
there's a whole bunch of interesting things in there. Uh, and he kind of talks about his kung fu camps and whatever other crazy things he's up to. But he talked about how the design process for this game kind of looks like a benevolent dictatorship. And I, and I kind of like Craig mentioned, I really appreciate when something feels like a vision right out of someone's head. And so much of this game feels like Jonathan's like right over your shoulder kind of looking at you. And sometimes feels like he's judging you. But he basically has a team of designers and whenever they have an idea, they come to him. He's like final say on anything that happens in the game. So it's, in a way, it's all his ideas, but in a way, it's also not. It, but I think for him being the lead, like it worked out really well. That was really all I had to say. Hmm. All right, so let's hear about yeah, the other puzzle that. in both that cause issues. Yes, I looked up one solution. I feel really bad about it, but... It's pretty impressive when there's like, you know, over 500 or so different panels. And, yep. So the one... I don't. I don't think I hundred percented. Oh, I definitely know I didn't hundred percent either game. But I was able to get to you know endings credits. So uh, at least I got enough to, there. Except for this one puzzle. There was one puzzle which. So there's like kind of an another kind of example of it earlier in the game. Did you guys get to the the glass puzzles with the reflections? Yes. So close to the end of that, there's a bunch of melted glass, and so you have to like. We did not finish that section. There's a bunch of melted glass there, so you have to like solve the other half of it so that it goes through the melted piece because you cannot solve through the melted piece. Oh. So okay. so so kind of like that. It's like the, there's the puzzle, and then you should see that, and then there's a solution. But you know, there's kind of this little extra world uh, mechanism which prevents it from being like a, a simple solution, right? And that's fine, except yeah, in. Like, I feel like I got to that part. I was early on in the game. Like yeah, it's like house? the second area. Yeah. You said you can't solve through the melted glass? Cause like I you, you can't, thought I did. You can't draw lines through the melt. You can draw lines through the other side, and that'll oh. be mirrored in the melt, which is fine, which is what they're trying to demonstrate to you there. Like, I could see through the, I could see the melted lines, and I drew them. It was just melted. It was deformed. So, so, it so it's like it's difficult. mirrored, right? Yeah. And so, part of it was drooped down, melted, but I could see it. It was just warped. Right, but you actually draw it on the non-melted side, right? No, I drew it on the melted side. So I think there might be two yeah, separate puzzles. Okay. Yeah, because there is close to the beginning, like it's out on like it's in like a boat shed or something. Yeah. There's like deformed plastic that looks like it's okay. like a so puzzle talk, piece. That's that what I was talking away. about. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. yeah. Sorry. Anyway, but so th that's not actually that. the point that I'm trying to get. That was just like an early example of the thing that that I'm trying to bring up badly. I apologize. So there's a whole Orly. section of the. Yes, Sorry. poorly. There's a whole section of the island that's about color puzzles. And so you learn the rules that are about the color puzzles. And when you finally go into the mountain at the end of the game, there are some puzzles that involve color puzzles. And halfway through, you find a bunch of these broken broken puzzle boards. And so they're like, the colors are flickering. And so you know what color they are, but they're just flickering so fast that it's like... It, between that and because it's flickering so fast, it never sh does the thing where, or it does show you that like things are blinking red, but it's blinking in so many other different colors that there's like no feedback in the, that couple of puzzles and it's flashing so fast. And those puzzles were just like, I was doing things like taking a screenshot of it when it was as close to the correct color as possible, solving the puzzle on the screenshot and then solve it and then putting the so solution back into the world like that, oh, it, it felt like i was not that was like the one time where it felt like 
that was not a I almost want to say fair way to complicate the puzzle. Yeah. It, it just, it just feels yeah. really nasty. Hmm. And the Talos principle when you looked up? No, I didn't look up any. Oh. I don't think I looked up any puzzles in Talos okay. principle. That's what I was freaking out about because you said you looked up one solution for each game. No, that one yeah, solution in e- All right. in the total of both of these games, I looked up one puzzle. All right, never so. mind. I thought I was going to dispute your claim to not having any help to beat the Talos principle. <laughs> I mean, I'm still disputing it because you didn't beat it, but <laughs> I can't believe you told us that it was more important to finish the true ending of the Talos principle than it was to finish Spec Ops: The Line. <gasps> this was Polly, right? Yeah, that was me. I, I like. I mean, I liked both of those games a lot, but I think the the ending to the Talos principle I liked a bit more than the ending to Spec Ops: The Line. Oh my gosh, I disagree. Yeah, but that was interesting. I, I definitely was like, I guess I wasn't as surprised by any of the Talos principle. Like, it seemed yeah. like I wasn't surprised. It was just come to, that's what I said. In the realization of it was fucking. That's what cool. I that's like, what I said in the chat. Awesome. It's not as like there's no twist or anything like that, but it was just magnificently beautiful. Like, yeah, it was a really. It was definitely. It was good payoff. That's where I was like when I heard that Will only got the other ending. And if I would have only had that in now, like, uh, but now I'm like, oh, now that I'm hearing that Talos Principle 2, and I was curious, I didn't, did anyone play the expansion Road to Get No, I really want no. to. Okay. Oh, I even forgot either, that but, I was there. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious about that. I bought the game on PS4 and it came on this, so it came with the expansion. Yeah. I guess I should actually go back and play that too. I just didn't get a chance to dig into it, but I was curious if the expansion builds off of one of those endings or if it, just kind of resets you to a certain extent. I'm curious with the sequel that hasn't officially been announced, but maybe announced by the time this post. So speaking of what, the, where that will go and how it ties back into the, so speaking I don't know of if that, I want a sequel to this game. Yeah, what's the canonical like? What are they going to use as they go forward on? Like, I want to trust the developers because I liked this game a lot, but I feel like it was so. I don't even know if I want to play the DLC. Like I kind of want to just because it's out and there's that curiosity. Don't worry, just guys. It takes place parallel. Okay. So there are a couple of things about the end of the Talos Principle that I'm really curious to have you describe because I, I like I said, I didn't get there. I'm really curious about like what you see in the 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 humanless world when you go out at the end. Like what 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 is there? Pretty much you. Walk after it shows the android being awakened with and the data being loaded into it. So. It's all non-playable. Yeah, it's just a so cutscene. It's just, it's just a video. And first person, third person, third person. Third person. And you're waking up and like in a factory. You're waking up in a. It looks like a server room. Really should just like go back and play. Yeah. Like right every finish. It's like if you still have your last backup. Oh wait, you have to get. God, I have a hundred. Like I have every puzzle piece. You don't need every puzzle piece. You just have to solve like five puzzles. That's pretty much. But there's also five Tetris puzzles. Ha ha. I just, I just have to, I have to go, I have, what I, the, the part of the reason why I haven't gone back and done this is because I, oh, I think that I need to do is go find terminals and I don't know how That's I need to go find what them. what I was just you thinking solid about. Puzzle, like if you have to have terminal, permission. You go to the terminal to unlock I've the I've finished floor one. Okay. So I've there's a terminal there. The, you have to go to the terminal and open up. I do the, not have administrative access. I have to go find enough terminals in the world to figure out how to get administrative access. So that... 
I can't even wrap my brain around how you got that far in the game without doing any terminals. I like, just like <laughs> sorry. doesn't fit. It's kind of cool that you're able to. Even do yeah, that. I don't like, think that you should play this I game. Guess <laughs> just stop now because it's ruined. You ruined it. You broke the game. I don't know if the witness uh, did it. The too. expansion sounds fucking hilarious. Well, sorry. So, so, so can you tell us more? Thing. Can you tell me a little more God about damn. like what what, what, is, what is what are we seeing? You're all, like I already explained it. Like, does it look like a zombie bo- or like a post-apocalyptic world? It does it look like, like a, uh, so? Kind of, it looks like enslaved Odyssey to the West. Yeah. Like it looks yes, like it does. nature retook over. Yeah, it looks or, like it's been uh, a long time. Legend, I am Legend. Like, it example. looks like it just you just see it's like a generic cityscape that has green fauna over it. That looks like nature took that back over. But it's more of a feeling thing. I don't know. Like I just thought it was a really good yeah. ending to a video game. Yeah, so, like, as you, as you, like, ascend, or, uh, what was the word for it? Transcend. What, what? Transcend. Yeah. Uh, transcend, there you go. So, like, it shows, like, an electrical cable, like, shooting through a data center, like, lighting up servers, and then it eventually wraps around to an android that's laying on, like, a surgical table, and then the android comes to life as the cable wraps up to it, and, like, you see the eyes come on and stand up and, like, start walking away. And then it zooms out and it's the big building for the so um, built into a institute. dam. And the android walks out as like the credits are going, like walks out onto like a balcony type thing to look outside. Like you look behind from the android looking at the city. No, actually, you look at the android from the front and it zooms out and shows the android from really far away. Look on the dot. Da- yes, on the, there you go. Okay. On the dam looking at something. And then on the credits, it shows a first person view of the android walking out onto the dam and you can see the city at the very end of the game. So it's re- but the way that it's presented, like, it's super dramatic, like super moody. Like it definitely it evokes a feeling. Like it's done. It could have been done in a way that was super hokey, but they pulled in, it off. In my after. mind, this sounds like the end of the first Resident Evil movie. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh that's, yeah. Sorry, I don't think that's entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different feel. There's no <laughs> wow. camp to it or anything like that, and. It's right it after a very bad. important scene at the at the end when you you know how you go up to the last terminal in heaven after you go through the doors. Yeah. yeah so yeah. at the end of this, once you get to the top of the tower, there's another heaven doors you go through, and there's another terminal. But you have a very important conversation with a Milton Library assistant, where and my version of it because there's there's some I don't know how to do it. I didn't look it up in the game, but there's some way to make you can take Milton with you and like he's on your side. But in my version, I assume I you did. guys you guys did too. Yeah, we took him with us. All right, us. so in mine, he would not come. He said that I was pretty much, he said called me a buffoon and said that I'll be back in no time because I'm oh. not ready. So so he uh, got uploaded into our conference. See, that didn't happen for me. Just existed with so us. So do you know what you did that made that happen? They weren't I the douchebag, I think. Yeah. Where, I think it was, honestly, I think it was a lot of the decisions that led up to in our conversations up to that point where you could agree. Yeah. Like it was an agreeable, like it, it sounds agreeable but adversarial. It, yeah. it sounds like Paulie's pretty much a douchebag. Would you agree, Nate? Yeah, no, I, yes. to, I, yeah. I totally started acting like a douchebag to him because I didn't, I don't know, I like poking fun at people, obviously. And maybe that's the most human thing, yeah. But uh, well, <laughs> sorry, we talked about that already. Being so, so that's interesting, antagonistic is. The easiest thing for a bot to <laughs> recreate. Yeah, that's that's interesting Call to back. me though, because you guys would have created a completely different world than I. In your version, yeah, mine was pretty much just socialist. 
Yeah, that is how is how is there any concept of how you're going to replicate? Uh, no, it's more they more no. ask about like what kind of uh, like you said what kind of government and what would be your ideal utopia and things like that. <laughs> they don't ask about yeah. your sex app. No, no I you mean, don't even see like uh, you don't see like a warehouse of androids or like anything else. Like there's just one in this, but when you walk out of the balcony, it's this huge facility. Yeah. I think it's reasonable that there's more androids in there. Power but, I mean, yeah. I just, I don't, the piece I'm missing is you've gone oh, through also, this whole process of making sure that there is a perfect android, also the, but one perfect android is not enough to repopulate the world, right? The important part about That's the ending question. is while you're know. walking out, it jump cuts to the, the computer program world being destroyed, which was a huge thing for Elohim, who's also destroyed. It, he's trying to talk, while you're ascending this tower, he's trying to talk you out of it, and he gets very panicked. Because he doesn't like want that. to be destroyed? And, and uh, at the end, once it. you ascend, he was like, congratulations on doing it, that was your final test. However, I'll admit I was scared. I don't want to be deleted, that kind of thing. So it shows the world it's being destroyed, which is really important because if you think about it, like how many of these, like you're reading these, I can't think of what they're called. QR codes. QR yes. codes of all these people that came before you and like went mad and, and wanted to die and all these things, like thought it was a prison and it pretty much is. Oh, I love the, like the names, like one is the dog and one is the shepherd and the, yeah. like. So the shepherd you meet on the yeah. way, the He's shepherd at is the one top of the, the androids oh. and he helps you and the, the girl. Like different versions of What's the, the one that tries to stop you? Uh, I thought they were both the shepherd, just different No, versions. there was another one up there that was trying to stop you. Like she, she would put up walls in between where your beams were and you had to work around her yeah oh sorry i don't know i didn't but there's another android up there i I liked how all of the the hint androids were faith was her name oh okay of course her name was all the the uh the all of the like hint robots were like i think i can't remember it was like gabriel and you know they're a bunch of like angelic names yeah 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 so the plot of the expansion is that it's taking place simultaneously and Elohim has been imprisoning these other robots that you see around the world in a separate place. And in the last couple of days, he realizes that that's been a mistake and he sends you to rescue them. But when you go there, you find out that they've all been imprisoned in their own little cells, but they're forming these like little communities and they have these like online discussions and art exhibitions that take place on these rudimentary bulletin boards. And so apparently it all plays out like a discussion of a what's human. And be like a complete perfect, apparently it's really well written spoof of like what human online cultures are. There's like fanfic in there that's like completely awful and people like rallying around how amazing it is. Also, apparently the puzzles are all really good, but they're a little bit more simplified in that there's less of them that involve like all the mechanics together. And there's much more of them that involve like one or two or three mechanics, but they're like, like the way the reviewer put it was basically that he had to. He had to do a lot more like writing things down on paper and kind of like who's the reviewer they're much more they're like even more difficult but a little more simple who's the reviewer or what site can we reference one other thing the reviewer i thought of from what nate was just saying about the ending to the game John that also Walker. adds to it that you completely missed out on is the conclusion of alex's story Sandra. oh the oh, yeah. she keep as you ascend the tower she has more snippets until her death and everything like that and she like has a final those i thought were really 
For me, that was the most compelling. It was great voice acting, and like it gets to the point where she dies and she doubts her work (laughs) and everything like that because there's glitches in the system and all this stuff. It's like really powerful. Those those were the exact opposite of the terminals where I was like running away from the terminals. I was running toward the audio logs on this one. I loved the audio diaries. So the the other thing that I missed, and it sounds like most of us may have missed it, is I guess there's a developer room, something you were telling us about. Yeah, on the first area, I'm surprised that nobody did this. You know how there's the doors. One, two, three, four. Yeah. There's one that's just yeah, an right. obvious brick wall. I, th- I walked looks- up to oh, it yeah. and did nothing. Where you would walk, door you walk right through it. You don't need to unlock anything. And it goes, brings you to a world, and there's a bunch of androids running around with names. I assume they're the developers, and they're just doing a bunch of like mindless puzzles. It's just like a fun little Easter egg thing. <laughs> like, oh, they'll they'll move around sweet. the connectors and, and do a bunch of fun stuff, and you could go in there and watch them. It's a cool little island. I thought it was pretty huh. awesome. I want to go back and check that. That sounds hilarious. I imagine there's a bunch of things going on there that I don't get the joke to, but it just seems cool. I think that the the thing that I the the piece that I thought was really cool the the star at the bottom of the tower you get by breaking the puzzle on the first level of the tower. Star at the bottom of the tower. How do you fall through? So there's a panel that's missing at the back of the first level. Oh, yeah, and you can walk through And so you can grab yeah. the, the connectors and walk them out and down. And you have to take them out and down and use them on the, the bottom of the tower to, to get the first, to that, the star at the bottom of the tower. Because all the stars, it seems like you need to have something out. And I w- that's my problem. I wasn't able to get anything out of any. There was a great one in, I don't know if I actually did it or I got, no, I did it. There were, there was two in the pyramid area. One yes. was like, you like you had a connector and you connected it to a power and you shot it up in the air and mm-hmm. then so once you shot it up in the air in one puzzle area you'd go to another puzzle area and connect it and like get the other color that you wouldn't have had in that puzzle to be able to solve stuff like that there yeah was one, there, was like, there was one point where i could see That's a connector mad. from outside the puzzle and i was like i have to connect it somehow but i just couldn't find that, that there was a proper place yeah actually so i wanted to sense on the ones where i was like there's not even the red laser in this area and there's a red connector, yeah so that, that, that is Actually, I wanted to bring that up. Thank you for reminding me. That is the one thing that I thought was great about the world design in the Talos Principle, is that as you're going along, you start to feel like, okay, here's the entrance to the puzzle. This is the thing. And it, it it's it's like this full... like. I kept hearing this criticism on, I think the Beyond podcast was talking about it, like, in Talos Principle, it's like, well, why isn't this just like a... Sh- How is playing this game better than like flipping through sudoku puzzles right okay here's the solution flip to the next page right and the witness solves that by or not solves that but addresses that by like having world mechanics which build upon the things that you're learning in the puzzles uh, that kind of like environmental environmental solving the thing that the talos principle does is they connect these puzzles in like like you you think that okay this is a self-contained puzzle but it's really not it really is this full world and they and they really do interconnect together there's one toward the end of the game where it's it's one of the replay puzzles and there's like six shields in a row and you have to like walk all the way to the end and then i i took the the beam to the very end there's there's both a red piece puzzle piece there and a star piece there but then you you can you can use the what do you call the thing that just turns off things? Uh, oh, just disruptor. That, like, the yeah, disruptor right. beam. So, so I grabbed the disruptor and I saw jammer. a shield. Jammer. The jammer. Yeah. yeah, I saw a shield way off in the Silver. distance through this thing, and I'm like, "What the hell is that? It's not even a part of this puzzle." So I put the jammer on that that the 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 shield, 
And then like two puzzles later, I came through and I was like, oh crap, that jammer way over there from three puzzles ago is helping me solve this puzzle now. And I was, that just blew my mind. Oh, that's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I know we found two stars early in the game in the first world, but that was, that was it. I didn't have any other interplay, but I remember coming out of one of the areas where it's kind of looked almost like Scotland or something like you had the castles and like we came out and looked and there was like a red beam in the air over there and a blue beam over there and like it was just super cool looking because they're both floating in the air like shooting down multiple beams but now i could see how that interplay could help you with some other stuff which is that's really neat and i didn't the other thing that i loved and i'm sure you guys figured this out because you had to for these puzzles is that the fans which you know when stuck on the gears, they would work as fans, but then you could actually use them as, as weights. weights as yeah. well. That just, uh, I, I love, yeah. That whole concept blew my mind. And and actually, the the one puzzle, the the last puzzle that I got took me the longest to figure out. And I it, I actually got the there are a couple of there's a couple of interesting trophies around. I, yeah, I don't know what the actual puzzle like... or I don't know what the actual requirement is, but I, I think it's something like ten minutes after you're starting a puzzle, Elohim will be like, "Hey, maybe you should go try something else." Yep. And you can either leave or you can finish it, and each of those gives you a different trophy. Where? So so that was the first time that I he was like, "Ah, maybe you can't figure this out. Come back." And so that was the the one that I left. There are others that I. It, Anyway, so I like your version of Elohim. Eh, maybe, maybe come back later. My child, the wisdom that you have grained to this point yeah. may not be inclusive of Call all you got. Hey, Do maybe come back despair. later. Yeah, actually, it was like, like the first time that 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 he said that to me. I I actually interpreted it as a hint, and I was like, because uh, he says something like maybe the or maybe what you need is not found here. And I had been doing some of the puzzles to get the stars, so I was like, oh, okay, so maybe this one is like a star where I need to go fit like finish something else. And I did that, and then like twenty minutes later, it's like no, I was just stupid back there. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many times on these puzzles like if i couldn't get it i would leave do another one and then come back and be like oh it's so simple it's right there so my my, my favorite one my favorite one the one i felt the best about completing was the last one that i completed and it was this one maybe you guys can remember this but there are a bunch of fans in the area and you have to like walk around once and oh God, you have to like yes. disconnect fans and and then you put a fan on the floor and you use it to lift a box to break a beam which yep. turns off a fan yeah and yeah. so that lets you get to one area and grab an extra fan but f for the longest time i was trying to figure out how to get a box to break the other beam and there was like all kinds of stuff where i was like lifting things up and trying to get different levels and like i couldn't figure out that thing for the life of me and finally at the end I figured like, out that I can stand in front of that beam. Yeah. So, so that I figured out not too long, but I didn't. But I couldn't figure out how to run the, far yeah, the enough fans. to get there. But the whole point yeah. was that you had to use the fans throughout the yeah. world to launch yourself through yep. the, the world as fast as you. That is, puzzle yeah. was, that was called Boosh. That, that was. So yeah, that was yeah. So that was one of the ones where the level name like clued me in that there was something else that was happening. I, yeah, there. absolutely a memorable puzzle for me too because I actually that was one of the ones where I was like, okay, I'm obviously too drunk and it's too late. For me to finish this. <laughs> so I quit, came back, and me and my girlfriend were looking at it for a minute, and she walked away, and then I had that eureka moment. I was like, I can break the beam, and then because I went around in that circle so many times, yeah. not realizing like what I was supposed to do, and then but the, had it. the thing that 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 got me stuck in that one is yeah. that there's the whole back area for for the first beam and i'm like 
like I took boxes back there. I took fans back there. I was like lifting it, that thing. There's a fan area you don't need at all. Yeah. 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 That, there's a whole, yeah, yeah. All yeah. that stuff is like there Fire to earrings. just, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I spent all this time trying to figure it out. I was like, that was actually one of my like, really, I came back. One of the the things that I learned later in the game is that you can put a box under another box to lift it up higher, right. you and, and you can do that. do that while it's on, mm-hmm. right? And so I thought, so I like I ran back to that area thinking, oh, that's what I need to do, and I'm like, no, it's just it's not even aligned. How could this doesn't even make? <laughs> one of the puzzles that I really liked, and it was a super simple puzzle, but I just thought it was a neat idea. Was one where you had to put the platform on your head to walk to jump on your own head and then ride it across and jump across and stuff like that like it was it reminded me of such like a simple side scrolling platform level or design or something like that but it was just like this is really fucking cool you record your own platforming of your own so so we must talk about what is it the hilarious hatsworth what's the name of that game something hatsworth henry hatsworth something or they're the whole thing is about recording copies of yourself, and the whole time the guy's talking in the the, the old English simlish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love your impression, but I have no idea what you're talking so about. Lost. I kind of want you to just keep doing it. <laughs> Super Time Force? <laughs> <laughs> and we have our intro, guys. It was like Jonathan. It was like, not yep. Jonathan. It's like Braid, where Braid, where you create copies of yourself, but like before that, like something, Hatsworth, something. All right. Just, I'm looking it up. You just put a link to the website henryhatsworth.com and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not like the whitehouse.com thing <laughs> back in the uh, early 2000s. You guys vamp for a second while I search Hatsworth. The Incredible Adventures of Henry uh, Hatsworth. Henry was born to a hatmaker. Yeah, I think so. What? Um, Way to vamp, guys. So, so <laughs> while I'm looking yeah. this up, Nate, we're good, vampers. Nate and and uh, Polly, can you guys tell us about what you thought about the sounds in these games? Good. I thought some of the incidental sound effects in the witness from the little I heard were very, very good. Like there's rooms where like shutters are opening and things like that. Honestly, maybe that was the only sound effect. In the game. Is there? Oh, is there's footsteps. Well, there's sound to be and rustling. I heard rustling. Yeah. Is there music in the witness? I don't think so. I don't know if there. I was trying to remember. I was like, I feel like there was like super low ambient music for the most part, but I think a lot of it's pretty, pretty pure because you need to be so observant of what's happening around you. So I don't. I really couldn't tell because I was like trying to recall. I couldn't tell if my speakers were on because I had the window open and there was like just ambient noise going on. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is there? Am I on an island? Birds on this island, or do I know birds? Oh my god! Sorry, I can't believe we didn't bring it up. My favorite part is when you're hitting the edges of the world, and oh, it's like, and, he warns you. and the word, and there's something, and you coming, and there's something, and like the whole word world starts to like fuzz out. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, that is cool. And the cool. world, and there's something, and the I word. Recorded here, if you want to hear it. Yeah, it's great. All I all I heard was and the word, and the word was the word, but I'm sure there was more to it than that. But it no, what he was actually saying is bird. Is <laughs> and the word yeah, is bird, the bird. Is bird. the bird is the word. Right, here we go. Oops. Made the world, I am the words, the words are everything, where the words end, the world ends, you cannot go forward in an absence of space, you beat Are everything where the words end, where 
Yeah. And it just, it just loops, right? Yep. Yeah. That was very hard to hear, but I, I could have sworn I heard the birds in the word getting crossed. Yeah. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll put that in the podcast, but I, I thought that was a think- great effect. It's a, a little yeah, it bit annoying cool. that it was unclear when you were going to hit it, but yeah, particularly because there's one point, walls. there's one point in the, the in the the desert where like you have to go way out into the distance, but any other time you go out in the distance, you get stuck on that stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the soundtrack in the Dallas Principle is kind of cool. It's called I, the- I yawned a lot, but it was nice. I like <laughs> the soundtrack a lot. Like those conga drums we we just heard in that part. If you have that edited in there. But like the music, one thing. But I thought the voice work, all the voice logs were expertly crafted. Elohim's. We're watching the credits, like, and I was talking about like the voice actors for Russia and for Chinese. I'm like, I'm kind of. Yeah, I want to hear Russian. Here. Yeah, oh. Russian. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But visually, Rob Schneider, it turns out, did the oh voice God, work. The witness is gorgeous. I think. I the, think Talos is pretty anti yeah, the view, the parts that don't look like serious sand to me of the witness were gorgeous, or of Dallas Principal were gorgeous. But I was really just struck by the Arctic scenery. Not to sound all elitist or anything, but uh, I was playing it on the PC in 4K, and I thought that game was freaking beautiful. Like that sounds fucking jelly that it was on 4K, 60 frames. Yeah, it was. Yeah, nice. Um, it, to me, it felt I was. Hey, it was really. There was moments where I was like, "Oh, that's really gorgeous." But then there's all other moments where I'm like. This looks like a stock template that kind of comes with Yeah, I thought the trees weren't that great in the world. Like, the trees were very video game trees and things like that. But, like, especially, like, the the Egypt scene, the pyramids and everything like that. Like, that was probably the prettiest part of the game for me. And a lot of the effects, like the laser beams and, like, when the world's destroyed in the tower and everything like that. When there's a time limit and you're trying to do that. Like, I thought that all looked really fucking cool. And the sense, sense of depth in the game like looking up at the tower and stuff like that like it's this massive thing mm-hmm. like the, yeah that was pretty epic yeah. and the skybox yes yep. you guys get yeah. a sense of and my god the witness. yeah the witness is the witness feels like a cartoon a world game of some that sort. at any point i could take a screenshot and then frame it and put it on my wall that's like, an art direction strong game yeah sure. yeah i immediately took a screenshot and the witness as soon as i got to the like that first pond scene where you oh, and yeah. everything and that's my new wallpaper the water being still also and like reflections yeah. and different the way the world's designed where like some it looks like veins are rolling through the world it's like you power things up and it's great how like so you good. said like some of the talos principle looked like video game uh, stock templates and stuff like that like trying to look realistic is one thing but the witness isn't trying to look realistic it just looks beautiful yeah. and it's hard to explain and, like, like it's like inside a painting kind of thing you know Yes, yep. and the variation is a little overwhelming at times. Also, as you like go from the desert scene, then you're in a jungle, and then you're in a castle, and I'm like, and they all like look like they belong. To I don't know what game you're talking about. The witness. Okay. I think it's. You you but I think it's interesting that's that funny. both games had the tower versus the mountain, kind of this singular pillar yes, in the game that were both kind of mysterious, and you didn't know what they were, and it's like. This is the central driving thing that, you know, so yeah, do you think it's a kind of a... Yeah, that's your core, mo- yeah. Yeah, your core motivation. Well, or Talos, I guess. You're mystery, maybe, more? Not motivation, do you think it's the, the, the mystery of the... Do you think it was just that yeah. the size made it easier to kind of keep as a constant... Oh, well, I mean, Talos doesn't... You don't walk around in that world enough... It, 
the the size is more for kind of the over looming thing whereas in the witness opposing uh, oppressing ominous ominous kind of thing whereas in the witness it's large and there so that you can kind of keep your bearings on it the whole time and kind of gives you a sense of where what the overall goal that you're reaching toward over the course of the game it also feels like in the witness it's used as a way to help you understand your placement on the island yeah like it's exactly. always like it's like the north star for you right like you can always look at it and be like all right where am i in relation it's a back azimuth in mapping terms you can figure out where you are by looking at the opposite of the direction of where it is to you did you say back azimuth? What's it called? Back azimuth. All oh, right. Back azimuth. That's cool. So the name of that game was actually called Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure. I can't believe I've never heard it's of that. It's a DS game. Anyway, so I think that unless anybody's got any final topics, everybody's giving me a shake of the head. We're gonna go around and do our final. Last reviews and scores, if you would so desire. And I think we should start with Nate, please. <laughs> so I guess I will start with the Talos Principle. I, mean, I think I've already given a lot of my thoughts on both of these games. I think the Talos Principle has some really strong puzzles, and I'd recommend it to anyone who is a fan of puzzle games, and I would definitely recommend it before The Witness. As in, I would suggest that they play Talos Principle first if they're going to play both. But to most people, I would probably generally recommend the witness okay i don't really think i think everything is stronger in the witness except for maybe sort of a like a like a traditional story narration that i think the art style is really compelling the the lot of, lot of narrative harmony is a really strong point in my mind it's it's all very good in that in the talus principle it's a very interesting game and it might spark your interest in philosophy but if you're already interested in philosophy and you already have any passing knowledge, then there's probably better ways to adjust philosophy, like studying. Or so I think overall, I'd give the Talos Principle um, probably a, for me personally a six point five, and I would give the Witness a nine just for how strong of a game overall it is and how much of an impression it left on me and how strong the love of narrative harmony is. So to go off of that a little bit and talk about Talos for myself, yeah. when you mentioned um, the fact that if you're interested in philosophy, like there's other ways to, to pursue that and find ways that might give you more information, especially with the way it's presented in this. I was interested and more interested in a Talos principle than I expected to be based on the philosophical goal, like pieces that you yeah. get. Yeah. And for it to be within a medium that I care about so much anyways and something that I want to be doing with my time and not be something else that I'm like seeking out and to join those together. And it's not, philosophy isn't something that you see brought about in the medium much at all. So to see that within the game and how it kind of played out, I was much more interested, as you mentioned, kind of like in the actual narrative um, from that point of view. And mechanically, I think it's a good puzzle game like if you're a fan of like portal or something like that and you like solving those types of puzzles i think it's a it's a serviceable game in that regard and i enjoyed my time with it but the witness just seems like something different like it just it feels to your point about your kind of lunar whoa 
man, that, that sounds like... It's about harmony there. Marbles, Alberto. Marbles. Cool. Oh, God. The right, Witness right. was... <laughs> it's so pretty. And I know that's not obviously a tenant, but the way that it uses the one gameplay mechanic it has of the yes. 2D map, but then requires you to look at it in so many different ways, and, like, it continues to refresh that is phenomenal. And even introducing different things on the puzzle pieces of like the little Tetris pieces or the um, different colors with black and white squares, like a whole bunch of other stuff that we didn't really talk about through here that is just truly fascinating. And it's something that nice. like, yeah, it's something that I, I can see coming back to and the art style is probably going to lend to it being something that's has some staying power. That is something more where I feel like the witness is a game that I remember for a long time where Talos will be like, Oh yeah, that was I remember a cool that thing. Yeah, that was, that was neat. I'm, that was that was good, which I did not expect because I'm not a puzzle game person either. It took me a couple months after the game came out to even pick it up, even though so many people that I follow in the industry were like Maybe. raging, like saying so many good things about it, and so much on on different social media that I follow and whatnot. I was just like, I'm eh, still not sure it's for me. But getting into it, I'm like, I'm still not sure it's for me. But man, am I enjoying it? Maybe that's part of what I was feeling too. I don't really think the Talos principle deserves as low as I gave it, especially after hearing what you said. But I think for me, it just doesn't, it doesn't click. And I think a part of why the witness does is it's so interesting and so compelling and so interesting part yeah. two yeah. that it makes a puzzle person out of me. Whereas the Talos yes. principle did not pull that off. Yeah. Like I've never, it on my own, I would not have Nate, what's it. another, I've never pulled yeah, out wait, wait. pen and paper. What's another more descriptive word for yeah. interesting? Cause we use interesting. Everybody uses interesting a lot. What, what's another way to put what you're thinking? Unifying. Did that make it yeah. even less clear? <laughs> no. Like, I think you, you mentioned about all of the yeah. pieces previously. Like, that's yeah. so interesting. It's so interesting. It's just said interesting four more times. Like these movies put in the world that also relate to the puzzle, at least in his mind. And what did you say? It looked like it was mean. <laughs> I said, I said, you just said interesting four more times and your definition of what <laughs> interesting is not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's great. like a brain tickling thing. Like when I, it's like, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like just so interesting. <laughs> interesting. It, it makes you like the connections it makes you form, make you feel smart on a broader level than just solving one specific type of puzzle. The problem with interesting is yeah. I think it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just a thing. All right. Well, Alberta. Wait, wait, wait. Um, well, oh, for two God. reasons. One, I need to stop the dog yeah, from working yep. first. Hey! You got a stranger walking yeah, by? Yeah, it must be. That door is really thin. Not yours. One of the things you brought up that I did hear some people bring up in different podcasts is this, the idea of going back to the witness. And like I was thinking about it a little earlier when Nate was talking about this seven minute challenge, whatever it is, I feel like at the end of playing the game, I probably could have solved that minus maybe some of the sound slash color stuff, depending on how nasty they get with that. But two weeks later, you know, going back to it and trying to remember the, the super intricate puzzles, like I got to keep the stars all together except if there's an odd number of stars and then I need to put it in the same section as a thing with the same color even if it's a different shape but then if I have this other thing that means that I can negate one of these shapes like it seems too complicated and detailed for me to be able to just go back to yeah so I guess 
and I agree with that because it's something as even just taking a couple weeks away from it to play through like Talos and play some other stuff coming back and seeing some of the different symbols and I said, oh shit, I've seen this before, but I don't remember exactly what I'm supposed to do with it, which that part makes me nervous. But I think when I talk about going back to it, it's like in a longer, more like historical term where it's like, I would be coming back to it with like a fresh, like a fresh start. Like I would start over. I wouldn't come back to it to try and figure out in like three months and be like, oh God, it would be like in two or three years, maybe it's something that I'm like, oh man, that was, that was something. Or if I was going to reference or like, show someone something like it would be like starting from from scratch you know okay alberto why don't you give us here so uh unfortunately i haven't played the witness however i'm very much more intrigued than i was to before to play it right now can we have you rate how much you want to play the witness instead of your actual review score sure and i know this is probably going to get a lot of eye rolls from a lot of people so even those a, listening on a scale of uncharted 4 to actually uh, well i guess to it, net, or net, what was uh, uplink uplink <laughs> dude actually <laughs> you were the one that didn't like uplink all of us did like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't get anybody to That's play it. That's actually how it turned out. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Couldn't get anybody to play the thing. You're, you guys mentioning how there's a perspective aspect to this puzzle game where you have to have the sun fa- or the, the shadows facing a certain way or the sun facing a certain way just immediately made me think of the scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, and... That whole desert section is like that. And... What, in Talos or in The Witness? The Witness. Okay. And that that made me very much more... Like, beforehand, like, I, I, I like puzzle games, and I was maybe about, like, a 7 out of 10, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check this out. Heard that, and I was like, okay, 9 out of 10. I definitely want to check this out. So, like, it's, <laughs> nice. like, not even a question for me. Like, I'm, I'm going to play this game, and I hope... I, I'm trying to go into it, like, with some lower expectations just so i don't ruin yeah, it for me yeah you got to temper it yeah it's temper it yeah that was but yeah. i am very i am happy that i played talos before i played the witness because yeah for me also talos like i liked it i enjoyed it and it also made me especially the egypt scenes i've always been fascinated with egypt but also made me think of stargate for a little bit <laughs> so um sure. that's why he's here that's a little bit so yeah i would as I was saying, the the text on the terminals, I am with you, Will. Like I, I would have probably liked that or enjoyed that more if it was like an audio representation versus just text. I still did read through them, so at least I have that on you. <laughs> Those were like they were actually sorry. I'm trying enjoyable. to shrug as loud as possible. That's okay. They were they were quite enjoyable, and even like the QR codes, like between the developers or even just between like other characters, that, that was. They were they were fun. So, so wait wait the, what? I I I'm sorry. You saw my QR codes. I swear I saw people running through the world at some point. And at one point I was asking Polly if there was like a like a Dark Souls thing where other people can just run through your world or whatnot. Maybe it was you guys. Did you guys ever see people just randomly? walking through the world there was like two areas where and it was early in the game it's the only time i ever saw it, where it was like yeah. a glitch yeah. of it was a recording like a glitch of a person it was like a i don't think it was a real person because it was like following like a shitty predefined yeah, well, yeah. At the time when and like it ran at you screaming did you see that yep. no <laughs> yeah yep. yeah there was one more yeah it, it was, was straight like, out of serious like, sam was, too yeah yes yep 
Okay, sorry. There's an animated but, series of Sam yeah. that has a bomb strapped to it that runs at you screaming, and they had one of the androids yeah. run at you screaming. Ah, uh, so. maybe? I, I just don't remember it. Sorry. Oh, do you have anything else? Score-wise, I would probably give Talos, like, 7.5-ish or so. Yep. Oh, Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> suck. He looks like Alberto after someone gave uh, You're making me look like I'm some guy that likes every game or something like that. I'm, I swear I'm not. <laughs> All right, so. I used to be that. Yeah. So, uh, are you all set? I- I'm good, I'm Do good. Doing your bad review? Um, <laughs> 7.5 is not bad. Hey, uh, I have one quick question for Alberto. Did you see the caterpillars in this game? There were some really sexy caterpillars in this game. Fuck you! I know what you're talking about. God damn it! I don't. I don't even. Uh, Sorry. I don't even get mad at like game reviewers normally. Like I, I, I read through a review and I was like, that's a fair score and everything like that. But like, I don't. You guys talk about these games like they're they're so good, and then you're like, I'm gonna arbitrarily give it a six point five. Like, why would you do that? What do you? What is your scale? What do numbers mean? To you? you know. You know what higher numbers are, right? <laughs> I just don't. Now, I have heard that there are numbers higher. I'm than probably seven. I'm probably too generous. Sorry. I'm just I'm just joking around. There are these numbers that but exist I'm gonna, I'm after gonna, eight that I don't know anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to discuss Witness briefly. I mean, I I wanted to play that game since before it came out. I was I was a big fan of Braid, although I didn't complete it. It just wasn't really my style of game. I guess like those puzzles didn't speak to me. But from first hearing about the Witness, the puzzles definitely spoke to me. Like I like solving self-contained little puzzles even though they, they bend those rules a little bit so i've always been excited about playing the witness and i still am I, I started it up today unfortunately i just didn't have the money or time before to purchase it and, and start it up but i'm real excited about playing it it looks beautiful and the little bit i got to the theater that's as far as i got but who knows what that means because you could go in any direction from the start so it it seems cool seems like it's up my alley i hope i have time to finish it but I'm going to give it a shot. For Talos Principle, I really love the hell out of this game. It might be a little influenced by me, my my recent rebirth into PC gaming again. I built a new computer, and I, I have the high graphics settings and everything like that. Yes. I, but I also, like lo- like I said, one of my favorite parts of the game was the terminals and reading. And I've, I've always been a big fan of like backstory in games and contrived plots and things like that. And like this is the most contrived and the most like interesting... like. I mean, it's, I mean, I know it's like, like Will said, there's better places to get philosophy. And yes, there are, but this is like. That was Nate. Oh, yeah, sorry. I pointed at Nate and said Will. He and I are really. (laughs) You guys look exactly the same for you listeners. (laughs) No unique characteristics at all. But like. I mean, I have four limbs, but other than that. (laughs) Hey! There's definitely better explorations into philosophy, I feel like, but this was like a fun way to look at philosophy, I I feel like, and it's not something that you find in philosophy a lot, like... it's okay. Let it the, out. The, the fact that the puzzles don't really tie into the story, I don't feel like that necessarily matters. Like, I like Hotline Miami's story a lot, and I don't didn't need any of the gameplay in that to enjoy it. It's just a fun story, mm-hmm. and this was the same thing. It, it's it's uh, very con- conducive to thought. So that's the only thing. Like, it's opening up your mind in a philosoph- philosophical sense, and at the same time, the puzzles are very like 
perspective in a different way. Like you just have to look at this puzzle in a certain way with your mind, not necessarily visually, also kind of visually, but you know, to solve them. It was a lot of fun. I always enjoyed reading the stuff. The voice acting was great. I can't think, I I was going to say, I can't think of anything that would make this game better, which is why I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. But I obviously said that if they put the witness puzzles into the Talos principle, it would be better. So that, how does that work? There's no such thing as perfect. Everyone's going to die. We're doomed. So, wait. So apocalyptic this, review. My brain's broken. Tell us Principle rocked. Is this potentially your game of the year, then? Uh, so, I've played some other really, games. This is going to be a... Anyway, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I really like it. Animation. Right? And I swear, one of these days, we're going <laughs> to... It should be last. We must have played a game already. <laughs> but I, yeah, I didn't like Fallout 4, so I don't like everything. I li- I really like this, though. I had a lot of fun with it. I would recommend it to so many people because it's not like you're saying like it's like a lot of other video games, but obviously it's inspired by uh, Portal and I guess Tetris because they have Tetraminos in it. <laughs> but maybe that's just saying, hey, we like puzzles, but obviously it's inspired by, inspired by Portal. I feel like Portal introduced this kind of new style of puzzle game that this game totally found inspiration from it. It's not the same exact thing, though. They're different kind of puzzles, but at the same time, it's it's a similar idea. And everything about it, I really like the story in it, and I, I, I'm i just going to keep repeating that, but it was good. Contrived. It went all the way up its own butt and gave life to a new civilization and everything <laughs> like that. You know, like, it could have not done that. It could have just had Will's ending where it's a computer program and it oh, repeats. That but that would have yeah. would have gave the game probably more close to Alberto's score. Because I still like the gameplay, but the story wouldn't have yeah. done it for me if that was the only ending. So, right. 10 out of 10. It shows how important it is to stick an ending. Yeah. And how rare it is that it happens. That's what she said. So, you look like you have a follow up. It really would have been better if you had not reminded me that the Tetraminos were in this game. Oh my God, <laughs> really? <laughs> and and uh, to that point, too, like, I understand your, your problem with it, but to me, it was just like another, like, lock picking minigame. Like, I never spent longer than five minutes on one of those, so it's not like it was a big hindrance to me. But, you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, uh, over the 22 hours I played this game or whatever it was, you know? I, I understand how you can think that. Yeah. All right. But you thought differently. <laughs> yes, I did not agree with that for the Tetramino pieces, but we talked about that plenty. I'm really, really happy that we decided to do both of these games and both of these games together. Except I, for the fact that the first one broke the second one for you? Yeah, but the fact that we came together as a group and talked about all the pieces that I missed and you guys could help me understand and uh, I'm still trying to come to grips with this in my mind because i feel like after our conversation today my feel my feeling for both games is way higher than it was when i when i woke up this morning i have a much more tremendous respect for what each game did and how they they attempted to do it and the, the pieces that they went along to try to do and the fact that both games were willing to let people just not get everything they they did it in both of their different ways it was a more mechanical thing for the witness versus you know the the storyline driven reason for the talus principle but but i appreciate that from both of them they 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 did not work together very well like in harmony with each other but that's not either game's fault and that like you nobody was nobody set out saying okay this is going to be the perfect companion to this other game or that kind of thing so like yes my biggest problem was that they 
that they kind of stepped on each other's toes and 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 made the other experience a little worse. But that, but I can't blame either game for that. What like, I, I, I think we just did that. So by releasing this podcast, we may make people play these games together, and you may be. Sp- spreading like a mind virus of ruining the Talos <laughs> principle for everyone. It's a self, self-destroying fulfill- prophecy. Yes. Whatever. Sorry about that. But. Um, one of the, the, the realizations I've been kind of coming to, to grips with as we were talking today is that I think that I might really like puzzle games. I don't think that I like just sitting and doing Sudoku and sitting and doing puzzles, but the, the kind of puzzles where you're talking the witness, you're talking Talos principle, you're talking portal, you're talking like these kinds of puzzly inter, or, you know, games. I, I really enjoy portal is still one of my, it, like it's up there in the top three or four of my, my favorite games of all time. And while these game, these two games aren't on that level, I did really enjoy and have a good time learning and solving all all the different pieces. I, I even so much to say that the I I was okay with the ending that I found in the Talos Principle, and I liked hearing the other pieces and the the pieces that they were going through. Almost like I might have appreciated like just watching it as like a let's play or something, just to see the other endings, which is something that me as you know, I've, I've always got this chip on my shoulder. I have to be the one to solve the game. I have to do this. This is all me. I'm going to see this experience. The, the idea that I can like let go a little bit is almost counter to that obsessive piece of my own personality where I have to be the one to do this. So, so I think it's interesting in, in talking about it like this. I should get down to the point. Um, I literally. <laughs> Like a decimal point in their review. I really appreciated both of these games for doing the things that they wanted to do. I was right on the edge of giving both of these games a nine, but then you reminded me about the Tetraminos. Eight point five for Talos and nine for Witness. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wait, nice, nice. Eight point five for Witness? No, for Talos. Eight point nine for Talos because right. it had the. Effing Tetramino puzzle. All right, so you gave it a Polyhose. Nine, it. <laughs> For just a second there. Yeah. All right. Uh, does anybody else have anything final to bring up? I don't think so. I think we got to All right. Follow us on Twitter. All right. I don't know if it matters or not, but I, I thought of the critical response to The Witness was great and Tell Us uh, Principal kind of got forgotten because it was at the end of the year. I forgot to bring that up earlier. It was reviewed pretty well, though. Yeah, it was reviewed well. Yeah. I think a lot of people were surprised that it came from Protein. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Including us, including Devolver Digital. Devolver. Yep. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Hi, guys. See cool. ya. See ya. <laughs>